It's like when uh, it's like as an actor, if someone the, you don't want to hear action. There's part of your brain hears it, but then you've already begun at any point. So yeah, you're already there, I suppose. It needs to be place. a seamless transition somehow. But yeah, I get what you mean. Especially with this, because I've always felt, you know, when we started talking and everything that's happened in the last little while, in the last eight years, it was that for me was very much like, you know, to talk to Frank or not to talk to Frank. Like I mean. It would take like nine pub conversations to actually catch you up with how all this fell off. But, you know, on June 11th, when I got your uh, thing, hey, do you want to, would you be interested in doing a podcast? Yeah. I, I, uh, I, well, yeah, I think I would. And then I sat around there for a couple hours. And then two hours later, literally, after seven years of nothing, I got an offer to go and do a film. So it's like, it was a little bit like that. And I thought... Uh as per usual that one precluded the other but of course that wasn't the case so i went and did that and now i'm sitting down here so it's yeah. kind of kind of perfect yeah that's pretty cool that i'm i'm gonna go, go for, for it and, yeah nice Ooh, fancy happens. yeah it is actually yeah but it works most importantly i saw somebody at the weekend had my wife was kind of said it to me as if take note like <laughs> basically two bottles and using two oh. bottles to open one bottle to open the other oh i like that it's kind of interesting nice, yeah nice symbiotic thing there yeah that or you open it on your eyelid or something you know yeah if you're really hard <laughs> yeah yeah um i actually um i actually would like to hear um you see the thing is like when you say you commented right yeah and you know people can say this thing has a flavor and it definitely yeah. does oh, and of course I'm making it something but it, to me it seems to have a bit of a flavor so when you're coming it's not necessarily that I was focusing on the name of who is writing it it's just the words kind of sound a certain way and mm. it's that's just the way it is as far as I'm concerned yeah. but then yeah. that's not necessarily true because you could read words in a different way in a different day for sure but I think as, as per usual, language points outside of itself uh, as by definition. And I think with this stuff, it, it, it definitely does that. So it's like, it's like the finger pointing to the moon whole cliche. You're not, you're, it's the finger is kind of immaterial, but if there's a sense of lunacy in there, uh, in the pointing, then it does have a flavor and it can have all sorts. I mean, I, I get the feeling you've been around that smorgasbord table. You probably had as many non-duality books on your shelf as I did. And, uh, that you get the, you can kind of go, no, no. Oh, and why, why do you stop at that one? Because I think it has something to do with that flavor that's pointing outside of itself and pointing to something either prior to language or just after language or something like that and uh and for me just to you know i uh i mean i think i said in an earlier email to you i i started watching you you know with kenneth madden and mango salads and guitars and black and white like way back when before can i be yeah. frank 
and then of course zero and one and, and all all your stuff now and i i resonated in the same way for you as a filmmaker and also for the part that you played in the films. I mean, I know there was a part where you even, uh, and I think I had one of my comments was, because you had taken yourself out a little bit of zero and one, oh, yeah. and then you, you re-edited yourself back in. And so I immediately jumped on that, I think, to say, I love that because so much of the flavor of, I, A, your filmmaking and your music and the cinematography and all the things that are that are visually, I mean, that's the potency of, of that craft of that of the craft of filmmaking is to do the same thing point to something transcendent but also you as a protagonist in that thing yeah to me was so palpable and so uh that to me had a flavor so i just i think that's what always prompted me to comment is i just really resonated with the potency of you in it of your filmmaking and of course what you were talking about yeah, it's funny you say that because when I did it, I really wanted no fucking part in it. I just felt, right. <laughs> I felt, oh, this is nothing really. I just felt, well, I have to be loyal to the idea of this sort of a thing, but I don't. It didn't even really know what that meant, and I felt like mm-hmm. I'm just going to turn up the filming, I'll do the filming. And anyway, yeah. long story short, I wanted nothing to do with it at all. I right. wanted to be eviscerated almost from yes. it. And so I did the first one and I totally deleted. Oh, sorry, Frank, I just hang on. I just, I want, there you go, you're back. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I deleted the first one completely and utterly. I really? deleted myself from it. I just didn't want right. to. Right. Uh, I don't know. I just, and then it was my friend Boris who did, who's driving oh, the dream yeah. bus. Right, right. He was the one who suggested it might be interesting to put myself right. back into it. And his film that he made is interesting for the same way in that set, after Dream Bus, when he did his, whatever that Watson was called, something, and not, I don't know what. Being, what, being what, here. Being, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that same flavor of, uh, of that. Yeah, and, uh, but it is, a, but the whole, this whole process, as, as you've talked about many times, is a kind of an evisceration. And to kind of put yourself on the chopping block in the making of it, like those actually were some of my favorite moments in a way, like, you know, when you would sit with, I forget, I guess it was maybe uh, Tony or something where you would go, oh, I feel nauseous right now. I just, oh my God, I feel like, because when the message would get really like creep up and get really like blatant, like flat line, no way out. That's the, you know, the death throes of the character are kind of on the table. And, and then to have, to be able to cut to that is like, that's, it's, a, it's powerful, I think. I suppose, yeah. It's funny though, <laughs> because it's only in the last week or two that kind of feeling of um, nausea again. It's because kind of, it, it feels like this is just so, so. I know this is so obvious, but sometimes when you say it, it's so far beyond the brain and the concept of the yes. mind. That, uh, but yeah. but they, you, you almost would say that and go, Okay, but it's still within the realms of the. Yeah. Ma- it's still within the realms of language. Right, but that's the conundrum: is is it isn't? You know, it it. it we we're going to sit down and have a conversation about something that literally is talked about, but can't be talked about. You know, I always get this feeling of it's like standing on the North Pole and you want to tell someone about the North Pole that you're standing on. But to do that, you have to take at least a half millimeter step south in order to point back and go there. That's what I'm talking about. North Pole there. But you're already south. 
as soon as you've to talk about it is to move south whereas all there is is north pole there is no south there's actually no north either it's just it's already too late we're, we're going to be at a party that we're already not invited to and already too late for and in essence but at the same time inclusively here we are and here's the party and we're perfectly on time how do those things go together they're not linear they they the mind has no jurisdiction here it, it just doesn't it's already off reservation you know yeah so that's how can you talk about something that's already a priori it's already the case and so to our we're just going to language is just going to futilely attempt to talk about something that doesn't need to be talked about is already here without the talking and all of that stuff you know but that's a real like that's that's the nature of the beast like there's no way out of that you know i don't but, i don't think there is <laughs> but the, the the um say maybe this is just, it was just an experience there the last week which was just an experience but the experience seems to kind of this this nothingness is so e even nothingness you, you kind of want to objectify right and that's a perfect example the brain has to you don't only want to the brain has to objectify it it has yeah. to take void and nothingness and spacious awakeness forever it has to make that into an object and it does it even even in its inception of wanting to describe it it's already killed it and made it an object even though it's talking about something non-objective and like it doesn't matter the brain it's just gonna the word's not the thing always you know the, 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 you know yeah and the thing is like so if you can relate the, the thing is see I, you actually kind of just live in concepts i didn't realize that yeah everything uh, oh it's all conceptual like yeah. being alive and the year i mean i kind of got that before and then it's kind of almost shoved down my throat the sense of it for whatever reason it just yeah. came and then the no location and the no and then the endless thing i kind of went oh my god what the fuck yeah but then it's kind of come from the perspective of me wanting to know it still well, know it and claim that's know? right and those two movements of knowing and claiming those are it's like the it's like just like you were saying the the object the me is the first object you know the thought me there is no me but the idea of the thought of that contraction or whatever you want to call it that's the first object and then that object starts to go oh my god there's no objects there's no time there's no space and it starts to but it's still that object yeah so the last object to go is going to be the one who was responsible for all that objectifying anyway you know so it's it's like the black holes already eaten everything if this was a pub we'd call it the black hole because, <laughs> because it's like it's already done like as soon as you walk in and sit down and heart start having a drunken conversation that that can never arrive you're in the black hole pub and and it's game all over or and game on because the mind there's no amount of beers that's ever going to get us there because we're already there the pub is the black hole and it's already eaten everything and there's not even like hanging out at the event horizon it's like it's even too late for that you know so i took this substance and i was all fucking obliterated to the right. uh, uh, to the ends of the it felt like the endless endless 
right and it it's you they talk about death you see i still don't know if it was a, a personal experience but it was just like as if you're eviscerated and thrown into this boundless effervescent non-graspable uncontainable no thingness everything right right did it have requisite panic inside of it or was it even beyond panic at that point i think it, there was it was when i came let's say the thing of i came back but let's say for one that i came back and then it was kind of like this sensation of almost kind of like being separate was a way to avoid right. see, seeing that right. you're everything. And it's nice to die and that possibility to exist mm -hmm. because you don't die and nothing can die. And, right. um, but then it was kind of this bump, 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 and ending up where I'm seeing myself constantly trying to see myself. Like, right. And that's where this madness began. Right. Now this again is a story, but it was this madness of trying to see myself. Right. And it was like as if that was impossible because whatever sooner, way you go. That's right. There you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sooner or later, those two facing mirrors, it, it's it, like, well, we'll, we'll cancel themselves out. You know, it, it's like a computer dividing by zero sooner or later that it, it will still too be claimed as an experience. I mean, it's that old thing that we, and I've heard you talk about it too. It's like, well, that's way over there. You want obliteration, fuck, go go over there. But <laughs> over on this end, it's like, well, a good night's sleep or a, a nice book or going out for a good run or some cold, a cold dip in the ocean or whatever. Like anything that, it's like that whole thing that, you know, is becomes off talked about too. But it's like, uh, you know, we, we fear our own absence and we yearn for our own absence and that's yeah. a very mundane kind of thing a good like i said a good night's sleep uh, i always loved that a, an orgasm was called the petite death or whatever the petite more in french so even yeah. even the orgasm was you're gonna not get to be there for like three glorious seconds or whatever, <laughs> depending on your gender you know you're gonna yeah. you're just not gonna you're gonna get to leave elvis is gonna leave the building and that's gonna be the best moment ever for elvis <laughs> but for not, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. that's, and I think that, you know, that's why no matter what side of the pendulum those obliterative experiences are, this something comes back, the mirror, the second mirror comes up to face the first one and then wants to uh, have, have that dialogue about it. But it's been, you know, and at that point it's seen something it can't unsee. And I'm sure I've never done close to rabbit hole as human can get pharmaceutically without like it just you know i'm very curious and i'll be a keen watcher of the doc but uh um yeah i mean i just kind of described it as the first experience that i wasn't a part of is the that true though do you think that i mean uh do you well, think I, going I for a great run or you know losing well, yourself inside something else is how was it different ultimately it was just so far removed. I mean, but then you right. see some of it is this psychedelic and is it the mind and is it the mind trying to know again, no right. nothingness. Cause then that was right. like, it was, man, I was just, but it was in this seek, in this search 
Do you know what I mean? It was, I was doing it as part of this right. seeking for this thing. But then when I was in there, it was kind of like being, it, it's too much for a body and a mind. Right. Yeah, even, even this fire of being everything, you know, this, it was just, it felt like it had blown my head off and ripped me apart, really. And that was a time during it was almost like a, just being ripped from this corner to that corner and beyond. But like when I came back into the room, it was, I was going, what's happened? What have I done? And it was like, as if my body appeared in this, you see, where it's like pure seeing. Right. This beautiful kind of no centerless place of the entire room in which this dude, arrives into it but there, just, it does go on, yeah, yeah curiously like did did was there a did the room disappear like were you in some fractal void of infinity forever or did the room did the room ever go away or? the room was gone there was no the room. room was gone right right it was like this uh, endless right. energy that was just rip roaringly fucking uh, right humongous. did it have any thematic structurality to it something that was there hieroglyphs on the wall of it for 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 the non-frank to read or anything like that you know what i mean like i'm just no, curious it was just no. like it's like an explo a constant explosion a constant explosion that was endless right and, and so again we go back to like so here we are 13.7 billion years post big bang singularity and is this not that constant explosion never ending going off on our kisser like a neutron bomb every without the chemical all the fucking time like, is that not the is that not the case now? And and it it, it does it, it, except it just for <laughs> this is the dilemma. Yeah, it kind of feels like it comes back. It, this is uh, was there was a sense of that mm -hmm. that it, in the boundless unknowing. Uh, then it was then sure I'm back together again. Not maybe a little bit broken up. Maybe a little bit. This, everything is way more rattled than before. Even the concepts that I thought right, were, right. were removed from concepts. Right. Even those got, yeah. Even every single tiny thing got ripped apart. Yes. And I think that probably has to do like just almost like mechanically or physically or whatever uh, on the on the on the absolute eradication of that first pin like frank was not going to survive even the first 25 seconds of that experience no and so frank couldn't negotiate going in as much as he might have and frank couldn't negotiate it on the other side coming out and trying to describe it the frank was going to go and with that and with that revelation of the frank not being there was going to be the frankness of fucking everything that was already there yeah it's like those you know, Einstein, you know, what, what time is so that everything doesn't seem to happen all at once kind of thing. It's like, and that's why I, 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 I always feel the urge when I hear about those experiences to go, even though it's completely different than the other end of the spectrum, when you're hurdle, when I, you know, I get this a lot when I'm driving, you know, like you'll be hurtling down the highway in a metal glass box and you'll wake up like 30 minutes later having negotiated everything and not died or killed anybody else. And you kind of come back online and go, fuck, I don't even, how did I fucking get here? Cause I don't know yeah. where I was there for a second. Like 
there's actually ultimately no difference between those two except yeah. you'd never drive on no. <laughs> uh, <you know? laughs> but no. anyway fuck yeah interesting but yeah but that is, you see and okay and is that so obviously you kind of mentioned you were a seeker but when I say that, does that mean anything to you now? <laughs> Please say it does. Uh, oh, it, it, it does. I mean, I absolutely. And I think I was obsessed as obsessive compulsive about seeking as I was about my art form for 32 years professionally. Like I, um, I, de I definitely, uh, I loved pretending I was other people for a living. I love the the permission and if and it's what's so weird to me now when I think about it is I this is like pub talk now so I'll try not to go down too many tangents but for a long time because I became an actor or my interest to be an actor was when I was like 14 15 years old in high school and then I and then I went to a classical a conservatory theater school. And then for 32 years, I made my living at, you know, pretending I was other people for noble artistic, you know, artistically satiating reasons and everything. And, uh, and I loved the freedom of disappearing inside that character. Mm. And then when I went, when the show would wrap or the play would close or whatever, I would immediately go back to from pretty well, as long as I can remember, but starting intensely in my early twenties, back to my other great, obsession which was what the fuck is going on here like like what <laughs> what is this and how did we get here and what is this larger stage on which all these characters play and that became and so i was like i'd be like reading the dancing wooly masters or the Tao of physics and then i'd get for like you know two weeks or three weeks or a month depending how long my unemployment went on and then i'd get a call to adventure to go and pretend i'm someone and i'd close all that down and put it off into the seeking box and then uh, go over and pretend I was someone. And really for, for a long time, never the twain should meet. I didn't know how they might connect in a way. But then once my seeking started touching, turning into finding, let's say, uh, the radical inclusivity of both of those things and the I ironic uh, absolute inclusivity of them uh, started to uh, down, uh, started to dawn on me and uh, this, this play thing exactly. yeah this play thing well I'll give you oh, a perfect example was uh, uh, I um, so once it turned to the you know went through all the normal kind of, like I say my brain is very empirical I gathered from that you too uh, from from you as well listening to you like I just the fact of like what is this like big bang singularity what are you talking about like so my brain when I had my existential what the fuck my brain didn't go to show me a guru or so. I didn't even know what non-duality was. It went to physics. Like, what are they saying about this? What do you mean yeah. it was a, a, a point of nothingness 13.7 billion years ago? What, what, is that, what does that mean? And uh, so uh, it was science that I went to first. Yeah. And ironically enough, the answers that were coming out of that were pretty cool. Like it was, it was like the, like the, when you read books like you know the the dancing wooly mass or the Tao of physics or whatever it's that the the particle accelerators the guys were opening up the bubble chambers and talking about the nature of reality as cognizing emptiness well that's what the eastern mystics had been saying for five thousand years before any particle accelerators came along so what the hell there must be something there and then uh 
but I still had this, uh, these two worlds uh, of being an actor and, uh, and my interest in this stuff. And then, um, and then when I turned 50, everything just kind of, uh, the seeking came to a head. And it's funny, because if I think about it now, the seeking came to a head and right and, and uh, concurrent with that was everything circumstantially stopped. Like I turned 50, uh, I'd been doing a series for, you know, four years and that ended. My agent of 32 years ended uh, uh, or 30 years or whatever had ended. Uh, I hurt my back. My dad got sick. Like everything went away. Uh, you know, everything, all the inputs or plugins that I had uh, associated with being this guy who would pretend he's other people and then I'd like to also know about reality, all of that stuff. I'd yeah. seen too much in the looking or the seeking in a way. And then I, I get, that's a total fucking story, of course. But right around then, everything stopped. And then the last seven years, really leading up to June 11th, was uh, very much uh, the aftermath or whatever you'd say about that experience. Um, and so then there was a direct connection between uh, having pretended to be other people because now there was something that I realized I had pretended to be uh, oh and so the story I was going to tell you this is what happens when you add beer um, <laughs> the story was uh, in the midst once I got into the non-duality circuit I kept reading all these books and everything and then I came across a John Wheeler book uh, no sailor bombs. I'm like, okay, okay. So anyway, John, and he just beats the drum slowly about present, whatever. So, and I would, I read, I read the things and he kept saying in the, in the back of his books, oh, you know, what you should do like, it's also good to put yourself in front of a teacher, put yourself in front of someone who's talking from here. The books would always say, yeah. and I always thought, I always thought I should, I should do that. Okay. And then one randomly, I looked in the, oh, there's an email address. I forget when this was, this was like, I don't know, late nineties, I want to say, or maybe the early 2000, I don't even know now, but I, I went ahead and he wrote me back almost immediately. Yeah, I'm in San Rafael. Come, come visit me. Oh, so I went and basically spent first teacher I'd ever like, you know, not uh, been in front of. And so we spent breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three days, just him <laughs> taking away everything that, uh, of everything, just knocking the legs out basically. And at the end of, we were in a sushi restaurant on the last day and he knocked all the legs away and we're just sitting there with the edamame beans. And, and he said, cause I didn't know, I knew he was a technical writer, but he didn't know anything about me. He didn't know what I did. Uh, and I, and he asked me, so what do you do in this flat line aftermath of what those days were about? Yeah. And I said, I said, Oh, uh, what do I do? I had to kind of come back online to even describe. I said, I, um, well, and because I knew he was a technical writer, I just started riffing on an image of, you know what I do? I take a blank disc and I start programming it with the ones and zeros of information. Just like I just start, if I have three weeks to prepare for a guy, I will put all the information, all the biography of who he thinks he is and his mother and his dad and his things and all those seminal moments that happened to him and his upbringing, basically all that stuff. And if I put enough information on that disc, and, I've done, and it reaches a critical threshold, I should, if theory proves, be able to put that disc into the tower, shine the light at it, spin it at speed, and he, in quotes, should be able to take care of himself. 
basically is what I tried to spin out to him. He should just, I, I, I shouldn't be, I won't even have to be there. I might as well be sitting in the front row with everybody else or in video village watching with everybody else because he'll do all that. And if I ever find myself in there doing him, I'll know I'm in trouble and didn't, hadn't done enough programming or something like that. And he just listened, you know, and then he said, uh, that's really cool. He said, uh, well, what do you do when your movie's wrapped or whatever? What, what do you do? And I said, because um, I was just following on my own thing and hadn't really thought it out this far. I said, uh, well, I just, uh, I eject the disc. I just, I just don't need it anymore. You know, I just don't need it anymore. And then another pause. And then he said, uh, well, why would you put your disc back in? And that was kind of my first real flat line in that way where I, I was just like, right. Why would I put my disc back in? That, of course, Michael was as much of a construct, critical threshold of ones and zeros of information being held at speed. I was as much that as anyone I'd ever played, you know? Uh, and that, then all, then the mirrors kind of started to collapse in on themselves and I couldn't keep the two worlds apart anymore. And something like that. Anyway, that's the, that's the narrative. <laughs> that's the tale that one would tell. But yeah wow of course meaningless <laughs> <laughs> but obviously um and was that the end of seeking then after that? no that was really the beginning of seeking yeah that was yeah. that was the beginning of serious seeking now because now the scent was in my nose and i knew that oh, okay it's almost like when you say okay, this has something to do with eradication that this has something to do and now you know then all then seeking proper i would say Serious yeah. seeking maybe began there. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, whatever. These are all just, you know, it's like coming out of the, the experience, whatever it is, and, you know, looking back and trying to piece together a story about it. But, yeah, to answer your question simply, you know, I think that was more like the, oh, okay. This isn't, it was my first um, clue that, that what I was looking for wasn't what I thought I was looking for. Yeah, okay. And now the head was in the lion's mouth, and now it was like going to be the first inkling of this might not be pretty <laughs> occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, in a story, we might as well, but what, so what happened? Or, uh, can you say it there? Just a bunch of stuff stopped happening, starting with, uh, you know, seven years ago with, you know, just l life just started circumstantially taking things away and then just the just the plate spinning of the character just and there was a few quantum little jumps of you know experiences that any you know diligent seekers had and then comes back and tries to describe all those things i had i had things like that but were they didn't really mean anything and i knew they didn't mean anything even as they were happening or especially in their post description phase but it was more like a gradual kind of like nothing much to hang on to anymore. Like just the, it was like almost retroactively noticing that something felt different and I didn't know what it was like, I used to describe it at the beginning, like uh, to myself about like, I feel like I've lost my car. I, I don't know what I've lost, but I can't locate something, something like that. That was the first, feeling of it 
Mm. I mean, in a way, like seeking failed, you know, like I didn't find what I was looking for. And that was what I was looking for. And I would have no, there's no words that that's where words fall off into the black hole. Like I didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> and that was the relief. Yeah. The finding was that there was nothing to find. And the finding was that I, I Michael was never going to find anything. And that was what Michael was actually searching for. Not really because the, the self can't, you know, the self searching for the eradication of self is the biggest bone to give this mind of self to chew on. That one I'll keep going for fucking ever, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but that's the dilemma. It's like it gets, it's just, it's like the, it's like when the mirrors start to face the mirrors, face the mirrors, face the mirrors, the mind just gets tired. It just gets starved and just can't spin the plates anymore. And it's a panicky, it had a lot of existential angst around it. I'm in stages, I can remember, but it's, uh, but sooner or later, you know, the sticks with the plates on is like, oh, that one's gone now. <laughs> you know, oh, that plate's not kept spinning anymore. Yeah. Sticks in the desert with no plates on them anymore. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Fucking yeah. poetry. <laughs> God. You got that accent in there, yeah. The oh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's gonna be the, an occupational hazard. <laughs> the um, what I was gonna say to you, um, because the mind want what, but that's why we were always. That's why it's like. I remember. You would always read, it would become a cliche. You'd open up a non-duality book. Okay, where's the part where they say, I was walking across the park and suddenly I wasn't there. Like, you're, you know, that's the mind looking for that meaning and purpose of, like, just cut to the fucking part where you, where you went away because that's, where is the park? Let's that's go. The, you know? That's the gold medal. That's the, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Yeah. the good stuff, yeah. And, and then I would always, you would always, at the time, I would always be like, they well, you know, I don't want to talk about the story, because if I talk about the story, then you're going to think, it's, oh, fuck, just tell me the story. Just know? tell me the story. <laughs> you, know, you know, exactly. And so there's always, it always has that around it. It's a nice tale to tell, but the, the, but the, but the overarching point is, is there, it was a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. You know, it was just, it was always just going to be what it always was to begin with which was there was never no long-lasting independent entity to whom any of it was going to apply or had applied or could apply even. It's like a... See, it's constantly like when you say sometimes, not, it's more often than not, it's kind of like you, you can drink this stuff, but you can't keep it in your body. You know, it's kind of like this. Right. Uh, it's kind of like you breathe. And then you it come, whatever, it kind of sinks inside you, but it just doesn't stay. And you kind of, no. then it's, what? And, yeah. um, and it's, the, it's that, it's that. Uh, but you see, that's a concept, trying to grasp a concept then. It's like, you know, yeah. that's the mirror thing again, isn't it? It's yes, exactly. And it's like you said before, it's like, though. it's a story. Like if, when you said before, it's the, even in the aftermath of the experience you had last week or whatever, that, oh my God, and you've said this before, but maybe it's said with more of like a, oh my God, that everything's a story. Yeah. But then, no, 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 wait, everything's, oh my God, 
everything's a story. And then it's, everything's a story. And then, yes, exactly. And, and then see, that gets so big, it's not even big anymore. It's actually small. It's just like, everything's a story. I mean, it's just like... It's, you see, you hear it though in a certain way as well. You can hear yeah, everything yeah. in the story as, okay, it's a story or whatever. Yeah. And then it's kind of, yeah, but like... Yeah, yeah. This isn't a story, though. What we're talking about now, because this right, right. We're really getting on top of it because you you start playing that game. Yeah, and it's just then it's everything, every yeah, everything, everything, everything's a story. Right, and then it's and even that's a story. And everything, like you know, the the idea of radical inclusion was a big one. You know, like like the it's everything. Everything's included here, even the fact that of the story of that everything's included. Radical inclusion is a story, but it's at least a, it's a story that points to the, you know, idea that even the story of radical inclusion gets included in radical inclusivity. I mean, that's why the, the brain is not gonna be, that's just not, it's not built that way, you know? It's like the is and it is not and all of that. It's like, that's just not what its function, that, that's not its milieu, you know? Yeah, it's that, it's the no, trying to fucking know it. Anything, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. so that somehow, what is it, can, so that it can feel safe or. Yeah. yeah. But then it's all, you see. I, I think it's a very, and, and a very innocent survival. Like I would always, even like in creating characters and stuff, it was always, I had to find ultimately something very innocent under there. Like a, the, what is the existential unsafety of any particular character? Like what is there, what is there, where, when was, when was the idea of being, you know, cause I'll have all those things about, you know, for two and a half years, there's, there's no one. And then, then the pin gets placed in the map by mom and dad and society and culture and everything else. And then once that, that the red dot is seen on the nose in the libid experiment or whatever the freaking thing is that from then moment on, now you have a narrative. Now, the, now the, the disc starts to get programmed upon. Uh, and you know, it's like the, it's like there's a sticky note Frank or sticky note Michael on the top of a big blank white eraser board. And that's the first note to go up. And then every note after that, you know, oh, you're such a silly boy, Michael. Stop that. Michael, oh, you're so whatever. All, everything now gets added to that. 10, okay. 20, 30, 40, 50. And pride and shame almost. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And though, and though, especially the pride and shame, that's those existential first, uh, yeah. first things, you know, um, the therapeutic tradition is all about well taking one sticky note off. Tell me about your father, and then we're mm-hmm. into one sticky note on the thing. But really, it's that damn first one. It's just the first one to whom all the other ones apply. That's the one in question, because yeah. when that comes off, flutter, flutter, flutter. The rest of them don't even have a place to stick anymore, because they were all attributed to the one who was never anyway. But to pretend that I'm John, I need to find out uh, what John's initial shame and initial guilt and all of that stuff. What's he hiding down the basement? And then he's, you know, my image was always there's a, you know, a furnace down the basement and uh, all that existential feeling of the shame hole is there. The unworthiness, the unlovable, the leavable, the fraudulent, all of that is there behind the furnace cowering at whatever age it was seminally made and yeah. then up at the top of the basement stairs 
the Michael and the Frank show up as sentinels in front of the basement door in a hallway of other sentinels in front of basement doors that they're not even aware that they're standing in front of. And all the dramas play out there. All stories played out there, yeah. you know. And any good story, and that's what I was always fascinated by, of course they both relate, my two passionate OCD interests, is that any good story will be about opening up the basement door and walking down the freaking stairs and with all that scariness and look, peeking behind that furnace in act three in that monologue about your dad and realizing that, oh, there was never anyone behind the furnace. There was no little shamed boy down there curtain you know like any good story will have something of that joseph campbellian <laughs> structure to it you know uh yeah. and then i could marry so many things you know uh in terms of and that's why it was just so interesting the way it's fallen off the truck with being away from it for so long and then having this stuff be take center stage as it were and then to now return to something that I did love, but now with an ingredient that I couldn't have imagined before. No, I keep wanting to ask you, are you, do you think you're a better actor now? But. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it was a very surreal experience because I'd been on that horse for so long. Uh, and then to be away from it, uh, there was a, you know, little bit of ring rust of a feeling of just a natural feeling of being away but overall i would say that uh maybe there was something more i just didn't um such a great question i didn't have the need to editorialize anymore like i didn't there wasn't anything even when the take was over or whatever i, I wouldn't say oh, you know i don't know i are driving home from the shoot i didn't have any when I was doing it, I was doing it and I was enjoying it. When I was preparing for it and, and preparing, I was enjoying it. And when I was driving home, when it was all over, I was enjoying the drive home. Yeah. I went to the Rolling Stones concert, like I had a night shoot till five o'clock in the morning. And I went to, back to the hotel, slept for two hours, got up, drove four hours, and suddenly was with 75,000 people seeing Mick Jagger. And so I was just like, it was radically inclusive. It was perfect. There's 75,000 meat sacks watching a 75-year-old meat sack. And I just pretended I was a meat sack for, you know, five or six days. And, and so that kind of stuff, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. Time will tell. The yeah. other weird thing uh, is that I always used to have, and I guess I'm just, because it's such a great question, because I haven't really thought about it, yeah. is that whenever, some, whenever I'd finished playing someone before, there was always a feeling of, okay, on the drive home, it would have been, who am I going to play this time? Who, who's, who's the next one I'm going to get to disappear in service? And a loss, like, probably a loss as well, going home from it. Do you know, there's yeah. probably a loss of that character or whatever and all that. Yes. And, and whether he clung on a little bit or didn't, there was always the, okay, who, what's, when's the next time I'm going to be able to take the drug of pretending I'm someone else and disappear for a while? When's yeah. the next time? Uh, and it, I hope it's got to be this. I hope the writing's good. And all of those things would come online. And, and, and that just felt quite naturally, like, because I was now unemployed. I mean, I've drifted out employment and unemployment for 32 years. But the difference driving home from this place was like, I, all of a sudden, I just, I was just looking forward to the concert. I had no, I didn't, I wasn't, I, I, right now, if, if the phone rang and uh, you have an audition tomorrow or you have an offer to do something, I'd be like, oh, really? What's going on? Do I, do I want to? Like, I, I still okay. don't, it doesn't feel like uh, a need. 
Yeah, it's not in a, it doesn't have any, it almost feels like, like everything else feels a little bit like a dream. Like, oh, I did that. I went and did that. Everything feels a little bit like that, of course. You know, like, it's like, what the fuck, you know? Like, but the idea of moving, I'm an actor who's, because I was always like, you know, moving in space and time as that building a career, wanting, knowing, you know, in a noble profession that holds the mirror up to man, like all of those things, that's a lot of ones and zeros on a disc. It's a lot of noble clothesline to hang a narrative on. And it was the, the last seven years was about the ripping down of, the, the set was going to be struck, you know. The set yeah. was going to be struck. And in the aftermath of that set being struck, oh, you feel like pretending you're someone again? Um, yeah, okay. Happened on the same day that you said, do you want to come and talk about this shit? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, anyway. I, it's, but I suppose the reason I ask it is because I've done an acting course and I did, obviously, I didn't actually, I purposefully didn't check up about you. I didn't want to know anything yeah, about you. Good. <laughs> I just didn't like the idea of um, oh, think, thinking you were somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this is, and then and I, I would yeah. start. It's much nicer just to go, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's just much nicer, because I know my own brain that it'd be going. Yeah, yeah. Good job yeah. here. Blah, blah. Yeah, right. So, but, it, I, and I did, um, It'd be actually be if I was a bad actor. If you saw me and I was a bad actor, it'd be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, that'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. To be honest, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. This was great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks it's like I get much. the feeling like you know I jumped to you know, it's like uh, playing an instrument or whatever or you know. It's like asking Kenneth, you know, so is, how did guitar playing change? It's a really great question. How, how did guitar playing change before and after this thing that didn't happen? It'd be yeah. like, uh, it's a crazy question in a way, but it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a perfectly understandable mind question. But it's like, like I asked a teacher of mine, because he was into, he's a great guitarist and he, you know, he, now he's into an Indian instrument, the sarangi. He's learning to play this very complicated atonal instrument, blah, blah, blah. And his, his, diff, his, when he, and long before, this was like four or five years ago now, I asked him, I said, what's the difference in how you approach this thing you love, music, before and after? It was the same question. And his answer to me was, uh, before I used to be, hi, I'm Peter, I'm a musician. And now it's just when there's a saranga in my hand, that's when I'm playing music, you know? And that was like, oh, I, I, it's like something I didn't quite understand. I understood intellectually as a concept at the time. It sounded nice, but I, that palpable feeling of understanding what that meant, I couldn't really experience until on my way to the Rolling Stones concert. Because it was like, oh, it's over. I don't wish to do it again necessarily ever. If that was the last role I ever played, cool. Uh, but I don't know. I'll have to see what happens when the next call to adventure happens or whatever. Or maybe won't or whatever the fuck, you know? like. Yeah, it's probably it. Well, yeah, um, a thing of well, this is what's happening, or well, that's what I've heard before. But the I suppose where I was coming from with the the question was only it was slightly tongue in cheek, but also because being an actor is kind of like what we're it's in the same. Very and, much so, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and so then you know, I know when I I could feel when I could feel myself acting, I knew how especially when I started, right. how ridiculous, because it was basically 
Frank McCarthy, mm-hmm. trying to be, or Frank McCarthy being right. Johnny, whatever right. script you had to read. Sure. It, it wasn't that new character. Frank McCarthy was still all over that. And it, right. you could feel it in my body, in mm-hmm. the stiffness of it, in the right. analyzing of it. And that's why I was kind of wondering yeah, well, that I mean, and even just take all this non-duality stuff off the table for a second. Even just the, I mean, I used to, once I got to a certain point in my career, I started teaching a little bit. And, uh, and mostly I'd be teaching actors in their mid-20s and stuff like that. And it was always the same problem-solving scenario of like, uh, okay, like of that uncomfortability of watching somebody not quite in their own skin. Where do I put my hands for this? Because that that cohesion of the fictional character and them, it was just a lot of, you know, self-conscious, all, all of that, which is a normal learning curve of of that of this particular art form. Uh, and I would literally always say, you know, like it's like you know, you don't want to do this. You know, it's like you know, bad acting is like you know what, like and even in you know, especially when the one doing the act is guy, look at this, I've really prepared this guy, and oh, look how he does his little thing there, and isn't this kind of interesting? And oh, wait till what you're going to see next, and there would always be this thing, and I'd say, you know what, you need to take that. And, and get it inside here. You need to like, like alien, you need to get this outsideness of John inside the, the frankness so that John can do his own fucking thing and, and Frank can fuck off between action and cut or between eight o'clock and 10 o'clock. Like that's the mission statement, you know? Yeah. And, that, and that, that is a critical threshold of comfortability of, of all of that stuff, you know? Especially in the theater when you're, you have no chance to escape between eight and 10 to do that in front of a live audience, you know, there's, uh, and all of that stuff, but it's, uh, but you know, how it connects to this stuff was how we still are kind of like that. You know, we, uh, we are, cause that's the dilemma is we're playing ourselves as characters until we're not. And, and that, that whole, and we're well, freaking rehearsed because we've been doing it for a long long time and have all sorts of versions of our characters that that play you know the the husband and the father and the friend and the you know that we have and we we put on the different even the one character of frank has many different frank masks that you know so it's all acting you know it's all really it's all all acting the character the the long-lasting independent idea of being a separate entity is an act from beginning to end but when it's believed in completely as something then like the willing suspension of disbelief is it's not no it's believed and that's that's its point is it's believed the actor on stage never really believes he's richard the third but the richard walking around in life he's fucking Richard and there, there's the option of him not being that is just not even on the table. Yeah. And any good movie or play is about divesting Richard of his Richardness enough for him to see some kind of larger Holy Grailish type of context in which it's larger, you know, it doesn't need to be called all those things that we would call it in a discussion in the black hole pub, but it's, but it is that still. Yeah, yeah. And, um, say in this, um, because the way, you, uh, the way I operate is knowing things, wanting to know, right? I want to know. And, right. and no matter, it's like that particular energetic um, movement, me, can't end. 
it, there's no way it can no because it seems like it's string it's not attached to anything but it's still an energetic pulse right. movement of because if it was choice you'd say okay i'm going to stop uh, choosing to right. try to know this thing i mean i definitely would why, why wouldn't i stop right. i would just like in the scene in the matrix your man goes i'm gonna go can i just go back to having the steak and right forget all this right so I don't, you know no you've you know, taken the red pill my friend <laughs> yeah yeah so then but this, that, that, that. <laughs> yeah and that is that is all that is, is there's not someone to whom that applies that is the i the idea of the one who that that is the illusion and that that's a that seems so simple but so seminal to me is that there's not one that movement is the person that yeah. movement of wanting to know and and knowing and wanting doesn't isn't uh imputing the, the knower and wanter the knowing and wanting is it well it is does impute that there's no one to whom that knowing and wanting points there's just the knowing and wanting yeah seeking energy you know implies a seeker but there is no seeker or hearer or toucher or taster or feeler whatever no er it's like this verbing of being a, a self is a it's a verb it insinuates a noun but there are no nouns anywhere not, not never mind the person place or thing but anything there's there's no nouns there's only ver only this verbing whatever it is that can't be said and inside of that verbing, the, the, the miraculous possibility of the mirror can turn to face itself and pretend that there's uh, a mover and knower, seeker moving through time uh, that was never there in the first place. But God damn it, it fucking feels like there is, feels like there is, because it's, it's really sensate too. It's not a... It's not an entity, you know, it's not a, it's not a, I mean, any good brain neurologist just goes, no, there's no humunculus or whatever. There's no, you can't, I couldn't, I could take Frank's brain and put it on the metal table and, and just go there searching for the ultimate frankness at the middle of all that gray jello soup. And I'm never going to find him. He's not in there, but the, but that, that supercomputer of a quadrillion computations a second can spin up the idea of a Frank like nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. It's like uh, Robin emailed me once and said, see, can you dig up a piece of London and call it London? You know, where, yeah. you, where is the London part of London? Because, uh, with, and like you said before, because everything's a concept and everything's a story, like as soon as we name something, we kill it, you know? Like that's part of the deal. You tell a kid that uh, who sees a fire engine for the first time, he's like, red, fuck, wow, sound like, mommy, what the fuck? That's a fire engine, Billy. Now, you've done a lot to Billy there, especially if Billy's already Billy, but what you've also done is kill fire engine because now every time he sees that, Billy will be 40 at the bar, oh, fire engine. And Bill, now that glorious, explosion of light and red and sound and everything is now always just going to be fire engine look up look up a bull in the dictionary knowable obtainable pin downable you've yeah. killed the experience of fire engine the word know? becomes the thing or the yeah. thing the, the thing or things become yes. a word the, it's like words are like butterflies pinned in it, you know, when, when etymologists or what are they called? The ones that study insects, 
etymology words. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we're at the we're at the pub. Um, <laughs> but when you yeah, when just you Google it, like <laughs> when you put when you put the butterfly, you got to kill it. You you pin it when you pin it to the thing to go. This is the rare species, Raja Raja, and there's the butterfly. You've had to kill it to name it. And mm -hmm. I think in a way it's like that with everything. As soon as I say this is a can of heart beer, I've I've edited out. Oh, fucking ever, I've edited out the whole universe except for this little <laughs> the contained supposedly, you know, yeah. but it's like, you know, Paul Morgan or whatever said, you think like it's edgeless, you know, that's what he's talking about. There's no edges. There's no edges in, in this, in his ocean, you know, yeah. where the end of the wave of the harp meets the end of the edge of nothing. That's not the harp. That's the, the false delineation that I can, I have to kill the, the, the can of beer when I, I, I kill it when I call it a can of beer, but it doesn't mean that I can't have a sip from it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thing that it, it, but there's, there's something here, there are things there. It, you know, there's here, when there's something here, then there is a there. As right. opposed to the. But by definition, but by definition, like it's not that. It's as soon as there's a thing here, then there's everything out there. Yeah. When there's no longer a thing here, then there is no longer a something out there. Yeah. And that's true no matter what side of the equation, you know, one imagines themselves to be on. It's not that there's one and, and zero, actually. There's only zero pretending to be one. And yeah. so there's, it's only, it's only ever just been that and, and pretending can go along till a deathbed or till a good night's sleep or till a, I can do whatever the freak it wants to do, but that's going to be just the way it is. There was never, there was never one. There was just a zero pretending at one. Yeah. See when, when after that experience, we call us, mm. I, I came out looking the, one of my first things was, oh, it's, it's, we're pretending. It's, right. You, 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 we know each other. I mean, we are each other. Right. This is just pretend, isn't it? We're just pretending. Right. And it was kind of like he was going, uh, shh, almost. Yeah. But, um, but I don't think that, I think I also think that's the mind trying to imagine oneness too, though, is it? Uh, yeah, but that, yeah, the mind imagining oneness, because the, because that, that's, like I say, the, it's a nice juicy bone for the mind to chew on, but it's, it's a complete anathema to the mind. The mind will, ne the mind can only imagine oneness because it will take oneness and make it a thing. That's why Advaita is Advaita. They, they didn't say this is oneness. They said, it's not two. Yeah. <sighs> So Advaita, like right away, they said, and already was a, there was some play inside there going, I know what you're going to do with this when you hear it, but we're not going to call it oneness. We're going to say it's just not two-ness. Yeah. So leave the mind with, the mind has to be left with less, not more, you know, always less, 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 until finally you end up in the moreness than you could, you know, the bounty of, of everything. It, comes at the end of nothing you know what the fuck does that mean you know yeah. for the mind you know you can't approach it how can you approach something that's already the case it's already the case 
there is only nothing to begin with. And you can't even, as soon as you say that, there is only nothing to begin with, says that, well, it began, there was, there must have been a big bang then because nothing, this, this, you know, you know it's just already, as we began, it's already off the reservation. It's not, the mind is just going to be the little mouse who just keeps knocking its head up against that wall. And in the end, it was not that the wall disappears, it's that the mouse disappears. There was never any fucking mouse and no walls, therefore to, but it's like the mouse was looking for, oh, I have a few less walls than I used to have, you know, to hit my head against. And now I've purified more and blah, blah, blah. But that's just going to be, there's going to always be more walls around the next corner for that mouse, for any mouse by definition. That's how it survived. That's how you survive again. And that's a particular experience, a sense of the mind. It's always like nearly there. And when is, when is, when is nearly there? And then I was kind of seeing that in infinity and beyond nearly there, nearly there, nearly there, nearly there, nearly there. Right. And it just won't end. The nearly no. There. And but the, the, but what if, yeah. No, go on, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry, because we're at the pub, you know, you can gong me anytime. <laughs> yeah, you um, interrupt, yeah. That if, uh, if, if, what if, what if never end, never end, never end is the end? What if the fact that it's, uh, Oh, and you know what that just reminds me of too. Okay, I have to go. I'm going to take this back just briefly to the acting things. Now I remember something that's just coming back to me that an acting teacher gave me an image at the in, when I was like in grade 12 or something. I was like for, like introduced the whole thing to me. She said she said to me and I'm like now I'm like 15, 16 years old thinking seriously, I think I might want to be an actor for my thing. And she said, okay, you're never going to get to be one. And I said, what do you mean? So you're, you're never going to arrive. She said, you're never going to get to be an actor. And I said, what do you mean? My little 16 year old brain. She said, okay, picture it. Like, and she said, it's a hallway picture. You had a hallway and you open the door that says, I'm going to be an actor. And, and then you look at that hallway and it's just like an infinity of doors in both directions. And you go down the hallway and you open the one door to the left and it's an infinity of doors. And you, you do that for, you don't have to do that for very long before you go, oh, this, this has no back wall. And so, and her point, of course, being as an artist, hey, you might be on your deathbed if, and if you had a conversation with Frank or you read a love note or you had an experience somewhere or went to a concert, you would have something the day after to bring back to your work. So you'll never be able to stop and be finished and say, I'm an actor, I've arrived. But that was in that realm. But here, that's exactly the same thing as you describe it. If you're on a ladder, an infinite ladder, somewhere on some rung, but it's infinity up and it's infinity down, and it dawns that it's infinity up and infinity down, and you're always going to therefore be always in the middle of the ladder, <laughs> then at that point, even the ladder disappears because what's, what's one to do in the middle of infinity with no final answer that's going to ever be finally arrived on? What if not arriving is the final answer? That was you know? totally the sensation that I had. I'll bet, yeah. It, this, that never, it, just that memory now in which you said that, that never, it's, mm -hmm. it's in the never ending. And then the moment the brain comes in, Right. The moment the mind comes in with that, it's in the never ending. But sorry, it's yeah. in the never ending. That's right. And the never ending. <laughs> I swear I was kind of dying like it's the never ending. Right. The never ending. And then it's okay. I get it. It's in the never ending. 
It's in the never, ever, 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 ever ending. And this is where you start, <laughs> where you start crying, you go. <laughs> or laughing. Uh, well, unfortunately. Well, maybe cry. Yeah, yeah. In my case, it seems to be <laughs> the drama. <laughs> unfortunately, it's, uh, it was really, really, was, that was yeah. never ending. Yeah. So just, just, when you, just when you can try yeah. and name the, is in that, no. Right. Because the name would be to stick in it. Yeah. And even yeah. when you're trying to stick that sticky note back on the sky of an end, yeah. it's just, it, it won't hold anything. Yeah. And it's kind of like you can hit with that again. And it's, yeah. Oh, it's gone. Right. Now, how many times, which is a total mind question, how many times does one need to be struck by that Mack truck of never ending to go, okay, I, like to, to be, okay, then never ending's the end. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, at what point does the, does the mind just give up, you know? Well, that's sorry, that, that is exactly, yeah. I, 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 I thought, oh, actually the question was, how many times does this need to be heard? Right. How, right. how many times does it need to be heard for it to, to end? And that, but you know what? It will be, and another way to phrase that question will be, when the last time arrives, when the very last time that it ever needs to be heard again, or thought again, or conceptualized again, or even brought up again as an idea of a story that, so two years from now, I'll, I'll ask you to tell the story and you go, when did it end, Frank? And, and you won't be able, to, you'll just go, well, there came a point where I just stopped asking the fucking question. I didn't have the question of when would it end anymore because look, I'm still here. It's, and what? And schmend. This is it. Something that this isn't going to end because this didn't begin. And 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 that's the the black hole pub. This didn't even start. So how could it? That's how infinite it is. Like even when the mind takes something like eternal or infinite, yeah. it has to go. You mean a really 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 long time or a really 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 big space? It's actually eternity and in in. All fin, you know, without end. It's not saying that it's really big. It's saying those aren't, it doesn't even have those parameters. It doesn't even, big and small and, and timeless and time don't even get to enter because they're just sticky notes on the sky. They have no place to be. Well, they have it, they have it everywhere to be. So no fault, no foul, but there's not a real, there's no place in infinity for the finite to actually go, hmm, except the self because the self is a little bit of affinity inside clear infinity and that's the issue the only issue really and it's not even an issue because on you know on our on both our deathbeds it'll be obvious that you know the end will be upon us and and that end won't end either because how could it yeah the deathlessness thing was kind of where would you go like where do you go yeah yeah where, where Which is the same question as where are you? Where would you go? I don't know. Before you talk about, because that's the whole way, that's a perfect example of how the mind does it. Well, where, where would you go in endlessness is the same question as, well, where are you? Where are you? Uh, yeah. Because then, because if you're not and you're not, then the question where are you or where, you're, where will you be going or where you've come from get just struck off the table. That again, it's 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 the strong sensation of the 
that move, just when we're talking here now, that really strong sensation of the the knowing, trying to know it, uh, and the exposition, or the it, it that being exposed as um, beyond an answer, that there's yeah. not even an answer doesn't come into it, and yet it's greeted with uh, knowing, knowing, greeted with. Yeah. And because the only thing we've ever had to greet anything with is a sense of knowing and seeking and wanting, like knowing, like, you know, we, we had to, I mean, that's, the, that's just the only tool in our, in our meager arsenal is to know and want. I mean, that's, that's all we, that's all the mind really has. And so, of course, it's going to apply that one multi-purpose tool to everything, including big, huge experiences like that, or even just a fight with your spouse or a scene with the Uber driver. Like, it's, it, it, that's all it has. Or just looking at the beer can and wondering if it's just a beer can or, or, or is this the Big Bang. I mean, it's the, same, it's the same thing. It wants to know, but it will... That... That arriving at knowing, <laughs> that the illusion of arriving at finally knowing is the, is the proverbial carrot, is the endlessly receding horizon. Closer you get to it, the farther off it will be. And lifetimes can, can, can transpire, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. But that's what's so also juicy and delicious about it is that, is that, uh, is that. <laughs> Because it's it's inclusive of that, you know. Yeah. Like uh, God hides herself to find herself, you know. God looks in the mirror at herself and asks the constant question, "What am I?" And everything that shows up is the answer, is the living printout of the answer. And there will be no final <clears throat> rip off the facts. God got it. God just can only ask that question. And never get the answer, and that's that's God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Again, poetry, poetry, poetry. Oh, but sorry, um, everything you're saying there is in that sense. It's kind of like with the way exactly what you said there is totally, it's totally my sense of, um, let's just say the, the experience, right? Seeing yes. that it was kind of yes. the endlessness. Yeah. Uh, you said verbing and I've heard verbing before, but the ongoing <laughs> continuously, yeah. continuously, but yeah, and yeah. then and the only thing that this this wanting to know the fact that what you said there is lovely, just that um where it is like the wherever you go, there I am. I like I seem to be really, really sad about that, that there was no yeah. I seem to be really kind of that I couldn't get away from myself. That there was it was almost claustrophobic, yeah. Almost like that was the kind but, of push in a way. Of, but only for the experiencer of that experiencelessness. Only it's only sad and trapped because uh, because that's always what we've been talking about in this stuff. Always is like it's about death. I mean, in terms of the me and how the mind hears it and all of that stuff that you've ubiquitously heard out of various different mouths for freaking ever and will continue <laughs> and, and will continue to for freaking ever and every single flavor and differentiation of that and i was just as a tangent always find it so fascinating that y you couldn't get more different 
in all the different expressions, but yet the taste, if it's one, if it's that authentic taste that we're talking about, is unmistakably resonantly that taste. Yeah. So like that, there's a big clue in the in the game right there. Like, you know, it's a, it's a tastelessness, isn't it? Yes, but there's yeah. a taste to the tastelessness, and there's a there's a flavor to the way tastelessness is served up. Yeah. Uh, and it can be the Boris flavor or the whoever flavor or the, you know, it can be the whatever flavor, it doesn't matter. We've all, like you, like I say, we've both been, I know, around that smorgasbord table as characters. So we've gotten lots of different versions of that, different yeah. types of fingers pointing at the same freaking moon the whole time. And sometimes you can get lost in the finger, but it's like, yeah, it's exactly. that's that damn moon. It's that endless fractal infinite moon with no edges that we're talking about. And yeah, fucking hell. It's just it's really it's beautiful, really, and that's what's so like when you you know I only have a I have a couple of people in my life I can talk to this kind of stuff about. I find it really. Um, not sad but there's something like wow like so my sister and my mom and my dad's past now because that was a whole part of that seven years but there were people that you would think you're being your most intimate that you god can i share this with you no actually you know no you know until such time that you can but you when you find fellow pub mates who are willing to sit down and try to talk about that which can't be talked about it's pretty fucking cool i mean you know like yeah. I, I like it for the for the sheer, you know. I, I just I just think it's the most interesting conversation, non-conversation ever, and now can relate it completely to what characters I played tried to do always in any given scene. Because again, this is just a tangential thing as an actor, but it's like, you know, the the the, the Greek worded the meaning of the word drama was to do, you know, you can't be on a, you know, they would, oh, that's acting 101. You, you know, you, you did when, when, when Frank acted, it's like, well, what do you want in the scene, Frank? What is your, what is your character John want? What's he doing? What, what's his wanting? What's his carrot? You know, yeah. like if you didn't sniff that out in a scene, you couldn't play anything, you know? And, 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 but as soon as you had something strong to play, then Frank could disappear because John would just want that freaking thing and is going to go get it now. And if he didn't get it in the one way, oh, I'm going to try another way then. And that's, if it's a good script, it'll be written like that. You know, you want, you have an intention. And until your intention's met, the scene ain't over. But if as soon, soon, as, soon as the scene's, as soon as you get your intention and the, and the actor eats, the character gets the carrot, well, the play's over. So you're never going to get to get the carrot until maybe the third act monologue about the father or whatever. But you're never really going to arrive. And that's what character is the process of watching someone trying to arrive at a place they'll never get to. Uh, that's, and that's just dramaturgically, but lo and behold, <laughs> you know, that's what we do on this, you know, all the world's a stage, you know, yeah. I just, and I find that fascinating, you know, never finding, never finding. That's, yeah. Never finding. It does not even peace with not never finding. That's the thing. Is there no, no, no. Well, uh, no. Well, because I know what you're saying now. Relating it back to, yeah. I would say that uh, to be, to make that free fall through the fractal no end thing that you experienced home, 
would be the peace that passeth all understanding. You couldn't describe it to somebody else to try to understand that peace, but if, 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 if there was enough of a dissolution where that could feel like home, what do you mean feel like home? Never ending and never reaching anywhere forever, forever, all time, never even began, infinity in all directions, what, that's home? Yeah, when that's home, then that's, that's peace. Because now there's no vested, there's nothing at a center with a vested interest to have it any other way. It's just a recognition that this isn't a new way. Uh, this is just the way it's always been. This is Dorothy's look, Toto's gone over and put the curtain behind and you've caught it red handed. Oh, fuck. And it's, and then, and it's all kind of over then. It, and it doesn't mean that, you know, yeah, that, that, would, that would be peace, but it wouldn't be any kind of peace. That's why it's passive understanding. It wouldn't be any kind of peace the mind could get yeah. to know or want or get hold of or understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, a, it's a sort of a peace that is, um, that is, it's peace in not peace. Peace yeah. in, in fucking everything. Right. Yeah, but it's not, it's not anyone's peace then. Right, not anyone's peace. Because the one in question... Is gone. Their, and, the, and their idea, and you know, the, well, they were never there, but their search for peace was predicated on the idea that there was some kind of non-peace already present. Uh, that's why they were seeking peace. But that non-peace uh, is just the feeling of being the one looking for peace. There's no one there who's seeking, I mean, searching out peace. There's just the looking, the imagining that there's not already peace uh, ad infinitum. And that's, the, that, I always found that, that that's kind of real, the real, in my empirical mind, that was the real linchpin of the, of the, that there's no one to whom, you know, that the, because, okay, you can under, okay, the concept is, you know, the movement and the, the tension of the, the contracted tension of the felt mm. sense of self is a moving uh, of wanting and seeking and, you know, but it's so subtle for the mind to include something prior to that who's the one who's authoring those feelings and thoughts but those feelings are the one that's imputed the non-existent one it's the do you know what i mean like that it's it's there's no one to whom the seeking and wanting appears there's just the verbing of the seeking and wanting implying the noun of the seeker wanter and, and the mind can't go there because the mind is the propensity to want and need to go there. Yeah. You know, it, it, it has to move. It, it, it's on square one of a board and it wants to, it's rolling the dice and it wants to step onto square two and hopefully bolt a gab on you and not jail again for $200 or whatever. It, it wants to move. It needs to move in order for the game, for the monopoly of its life to be something and maybe win. I don't know. Let's see what happens. But it's already, the game's already over because there was no little toy hat or whatever shoe or whatever the pieces are on that freaking game square one. That's the winning of the game. That's the piece that passes all understanding is I never even had to play Monopoly because there was never anyone here to play and there's not even any board and any fake money or any of, any, any of it. 
And now if someone says, hey, you want to play Monopoly? Sure. <laughs> because, hey, fuck, let's, uh, can, can I have a harp and a Guinness when I play? Sure. <laughs> you know? But the fake money with the dude's face on it is just not going to be a currency that I hold valuable anymore. And ironically, the game will be more fun. Everyone else is getting so serious around the board because I got more hotels or less hotels or whatever. Like the game just gets struck and becomes more fun once it's struck because there's no player one. <laughs> no mm -hmm. player one. Are we allowed to pee in this uh, pub uh, black hole? I think it's grace. Uh, definitely. You have to do that. Yeah, yeah. We, we have, have to, to do have that. To leave that in there. <laughs> All right. I'll be back. Yeah, go for it. Once I open up the, I'll be gone every 10 minutes. What's, there's an expression there. <laughs> okay, I'll leave that recording. Oh, yeah. I love this pub. <laughs> I think that'll be an amazing part of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I think I, did, I had a pee break with Boris once and I left. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. I'm cheating yeah. now. But oh, I'm you got the crisps now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like, what time are you there now? Yeah. Five, Half six, nine. Seven. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, we were talking about nothing, as you would say. <laughs> talking about nothing. What else is there to talk about, right? Yeah. And you know that whole, you know, uh, yeah. So the mind can just go off, but go on. What what was it say? Just uh, yeah. I don't even know what I was going to say now. Just uh, I guess it's part part. Something always comes back to the radically included part, you know, like just that. You know, 
this talking, the mind talking about chewing on a bone that will never satisfy is also it, you know, like uh, there's something, the beauty in crisps and beer and screens and microphone and, you know, it's just like, it's just so full on, you know, like that. And I guess that's the, exactly what, and of course it looks completely different, but in the peak of that experience, there is actually in reality with a capital R, no difference between that and this, this right here, right now, this is as infinitely fractally, no back wall, infinite ladder forever obliterated. That is as much right here, right now in, in Ireland and five hours later and then Canada and then well, now there's crisps involved and it's just like the whole, the whole thing is just like nothing, nothing gets left out. Nothing can be left out because ironically nothing was ever here to begin with but the idea of everything it's like, you know, you can have uh, Paul's, Morgan's uh, edgeless ocean, but it doesn't deny any of the waves. In fact, the waves come with, that's what ocean is. Ocean is waving, you know? Yeah. I remember like, you know, the, a phrase from a teacher who said, you know, well, two things I remember he said. One was, um, uh, this can look, this with a capital T-H-I-S, this can look like anything uh, and does. Uh, but never departs from itself. And that was a little bumper sticker that lived in my mind for a long time and got, became clearer and clearer and clearer of what it meant. This can look like anything, anything it does, like that experience, like driving, like this, like going in the water in the ocean, like going for a run, like doing whatever. It can look like anything, but, it, but at the same time, it never departs from what it is. So it can sit there in, in its nothingness, pretending it's all the somethingness that it will and does pretend to be. And I have this, I think it's why it can do all of that somethingness because it's the, it's the nothingness in a way. Like, and there's no, and that's, that's a story because I guess I'm, I, it's like that, you know, the void is the form and the form is the void. And the void is nothing other than the form and the form is nothing other than the void. So it's going zero, one is the distinction. That's binary. That's the way our brains work. But this is saying you, it's both and. Mm -hmm. And the brain just can't go to both and because it it's, it's a binary system, ultimately, survival system, pattern recognition system that's not built to go both and. And so it, it just has to, it just going to divide by zero whenever it, the, the pinball machine's going to tilt whenever it really approaches that because it can't approach it. It's, it is almost kind of like uh, trying to find, um, uh, it's even in, like you say, it's in the conversations, but it's constantly trying to find an anchor or a safe point in, right. in even in this, this conversation. Yes. So it's kind of like, Okay, so it's anchorless. Right, right. So I'm here in the anchorlessness, right. and I'm here in the space. I'm in a boat. I've pulled up anchor. I've yeah. got crisps. I've got like you know beer and Michael, and my anchor's pulled, and the current's taking me. I know not where, and yet even that is a subtle, ever so subtle anchor. Another anchor, and even in the anchorlessness, 
Oh, okay. Right. So it's total anchor. There's no anchor. There's no place to go. This is no location. There's no time. Uh, rah, yeah. rah, rah, rah. I can really feel that now. And then, <laughs> yeah. Do you believe me? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still, it's always kind of, am I, am I, yeah. I'm just trying to yeah. sneak in. But it's like what I love so much about your little recent manifesto that you wrote on Patreon about just you want to talk to people, but you want you you're you're savvy and cognizant about the the ever so subtle ways in which mind will place down a a little bit of an anchor, just an anchor enough to talk about it and be the one who talks about. But anchorlessness is anchorlessness is anchorlessness. And that's the point. Yeah. Is it ain't got no fucking anchor. There's no. nothing to be. It's so. This is where it gets unspeakable all the time. This is why it's the black hole pub because it's already eaten everything. There's nothing. There's already nothing. Everything insinuated in that first step from the North Pole is is the South that doesn't exist. So it, it's just the way it goes, you know. And yet, oh, some yeah. mysterious possibility is that you know having that experience or having any experience is it happens in the southern hemisphere and it points directly back to brutal true north but you wait you you started in the room on the southern hemisphere and you ended in the room in the southern hemisphere and because you're south that's just you're, you're gonna like lay anchor again and and float around trying to by osmosis you know digest an experience that can't be digested by definition, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It does, actually. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, you know, the way, thing, yeah. isn't it? Is, uh, that's the yeah. verb in a way. That's that, oh. that's that, you know, damn verbing again. Go ahead. Second here. Throw a bit of light onto my head. It's still bright here in Ireland somehow. Yeah, it's like uh, the way I ended up phrasing it to myself that just felt like the closest uh, words or something, something like, uh, you know, all of this, again, with a capital T-H-I-S, plus the thinking for no one. I mean, that, in in the final analysis, that is as close a bumper sticker as I could get for a driverless car. All of this, plus the thinking, because it's not excluded, but for nobody. Yeah. So anchorless, like anchorlessness for no boat and no ocean, you know, it, it, it's like it has to cancel everything out and yet uh, not uh, radically include all, everything. So, again, it's like, you know, this teacher said, you know, what, what could it be that is always clearly differentiating from itself it's showing up like a not like, like this will never repeat itself. You'll never have a moment in your life that goes, oh, this is just like that moment back then. You'll never have a nanosecond in your life that's like that. And yet the illusion is, yeah, this feels a lot like that one there, or that's what keeps the illusion going. But this, the the refresh rate of this is so instantaneous that even instantaneity is a is a off the is not a good term either because it doesn't even have time. It's like the etch a sketch that you're drawing on like Picasso, but you're also shaking it as you're drawing. So, <laughs> what, what 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 the how the hell can you draw all of this baroque 
fucking everything that's going on here, seemingly going on here, and yet it's it's always just erasing itself too, because it's always starting over. It's always just starting over, you know. And and uh, you know, and it, it's starting over. You come. You are a second south of that starting overness uh, that now tells the story and now is walking south you know but that starting overness is kind of all we got you know and not we and we don't got it and there's no starting over and blah, blah, blah. like the writers on the contract for talking about this shit <laughs> well you know, like, i mean you know. it's, in a way it's kind of good that uh, you know the patreon thing is sort of interesting because Really, anybody who's signed up is probably really likes this sort of banter, and it's right. popcorn. it's a bit of popcorn, I think, for a lot. Of, um, yeah, just by the comments, um, and there isn't the. Um, I don't think there's the same amount of. Oh, that's. But right. I, I, I want to pay you. All is included. Right. I want to pay you the Valentine to say that that popcorn is is about you. You know, like there is, you know. And that's what I w was drawn toward you uh, in the beginning is that um, like the the uh, the uh, the authentic uneditedness is is you like you set the stage for that and so you and you bring people to the table that 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 talk about that and you and you do it in an authentic unedited way and that allows the space to be held for that to happen it's like a director on a set or a first ad like someone is creating this the church for us to come in and 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 pray in you know and uh, i've always on set it's always like you know like that person is involved for setting that possibility for us to do something and you you do that you've done that in your films and you do that when you meet people and i i, I just really appreciate that uh um, cheers yeah Don't yeah man. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no, but, but and also me. because you're 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 like uh you're in it you know like you're um and i just think that's it's just so lovely and it's so that's why, you know, that whole we talked about before about, you know, editing yourself out of zero and one and putting yourself in is like, it's just, it's, you know, it's really nice. I, I just appreciate the, the latter a lot, you know, mm. and I think that's a real help to people. I think it's a real, and I think that's why it's such great tasty popcorn. I mean, this stuff is like popcorn anyway, in terms of, uh, you know, even though it's pretty prevalent on the internet, you type in the word non-duality and you're off to the races now. Yeah. But, 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 you know, when you, when you get used to going around the table, you can cut the wheat from the chaff pretty quickly. And as I did, and, uh, and you do end up with the, you want something saline and kind of like pure, like I want this un, I want something pure and uh, I just find your stuff and especially this format, uh, a very pure way of doing it, you know, it's well, I uh, very I, lovely. I, the, the thing about it is that I think that when you're, say you're listening to a conversation, somehow you get involved or you hear a conversation uh, and nobody's really uh, trying to, you just get somehow get involved in the conversation. You kind of can't help listening to. You might even pay attention. You might even be too interested. But there's something about mm -hmm. two people gossiping or chatting yeah. or whatever, and they're just kind of getting totally into that banter. That it has a kind of a, a bit of an energy, even if it's 
Absolutely. And I think especially because it's like being, that's why I like the pub thing too, because it's like this kind of metaphysical blah, blah is like, you know, you're in, you're in the pub and you hear a couple of guys in the corner go, what the fuck? Your ears do turn into, and some, some, some mage at the table's going to go, those guys are fucking cracked. (laughs) How many have they had? Because do you hear what they're talking about? And yet some part of their ear is going to lean in too, to go, I'd like to go over and sit at that table. Don't do it, man. No, I think I'd like to go over and sit at that table because I think there's some, there's something here in the nothing that is that that is a reminder of what already is or has some kind of taste that some that everyone already knows because that's all there is or words, words, words. But it's it's going to be like a reminder, you know. It's going to be like a. You either really don't want to know this because you know it's true, or you kind of want to know it more because you know it's true, or you really want to know it because you know it's true. And it doesn't matter where in the hierarchy you are in that pub, those guys in the corner are talking about that. And so it's either going to repel you or pull you in, and both for the same reasons, because it's fucking true. (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think there is a, uh, maybe a freshness. Maybe I don't know. That's yeah. Um, I might turn on a bit of light there. Just go for it. Uh, the darkness. Um, I was going to say to you about um, uh, the Black Hole Pub. It's a great name for um, a, pod- <laughs> a, a podcast. That wasn't what I was going to say to you, but. Um, the you said you said this constant rebooting this constant refreshing and that's not even it's because it's nothing and doesn't hold anything then it's all it is that's the newness or whatever that's talked yeah. about but right. the uh, i in that experience was, was still was what is this how what is this pulsating uh, uh, how did it happen that there's this pulsating, uncontrollable aliveness? What what is that pulsating, controllable aliveness? Is it? And then, of course, my my brain or something was going. Well, is it an artificial intelligence thing born? And then all you get with that is is, and then another artificial intelligence, and then another artificial right, intelligence, right. and another one contained in another one. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and again, you can be that any concept in infinity can be stretched entirely. Infinitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. it never ends, and the concept just eats right. itself. Then, and yeah. that's the. There's okay. just going to be another Russian doll inside that next Russian doll, all the way down. Turtles all the way down. That's just that's all all you're going to get, you know. And and as I say, that's what's here now. That that's that's this now, yeah. uh, and and that palpability of 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 that is like because that's the you know you don't need uh or whatever that's not a way to say it but it's like though that first existential question of like what the hell is going on here what is what is putting this here what is okay uh, forget even big bang singularity 13.7 billion years ago and it's planck scale something and this isn't you know even even the that's why i started in the physics stuff because it was like that goes off reservation really quickly you know is it is uh, god damn it tell me if the is the photon a freaking thing or is it a wave spread out forever and the answer is yes what 
hang on, hang on. I asked you, is the <laughs> fucking photon of light a goddamn thing like a crisp or is it a, is it something spread out forever? Yes. You know, that, that's the beginning of, of the, of the, of that initial question, which is like, what the hell is going on here? How, how, what's this sitting on? How, how, how is anything? Why isn't nothing here? Oh, wait a second. Nothing is here. Oh, and that's what all this is. What? Like, it, 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 it's, it's just the, it's the miracle going off like a firework, not even 24 seven. Like everything you say is too late because it's already, it's already that it's already the, the full blown experience that was had. It's already that and a bag of chips. It's already that. It was that before, it was that during, it is that after now. It's only just that with capital T, capital H, capital A, capital T. It's just, and that's all we got. And there's no we, and that's why we don't got it, but you know. And again, the attempt at, you know, this becomes like haiku all the time. It's like, well, you can't, say it but, but there's always going to be a taste that's going oh oh well, that's a little bit like that thing i just you know like and that's really all that's a, that's as intimate as we can get in the pub mm. is that recognition of like uh i i can't tell you what you, i can't you know I don't know what you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. I mean, that was always the feeling with this stuff. Always, it's like, ah, God, you know. Even it, it doesn't matter how it came out in all the different flavors. There was always just something like, oh, what part? What part of me knows that? What part of me already knew this before I walked in to see a guy sitting or a girl sitting beside flowers with a jug of water? And why is he up there and we're all out here? And he's telling us that. Or she's telling us that we're all this anyway. Like the whole theater of the thing also is, fas is fascinating. It's fascinating. It's really fascinating to me. And I still like to watch that theater because, and in a way I like it. That's one of the reasons I was drawn to you edited back into Zero and One in a way is because that environment it does, and it doesn't have to have like uh, the guy with the flowers and the jug of water and the people in the audience. It could just be two people on a park bench or, or in a kitchen with a mango salad or whatever. But there's something really, the theater to me, uh, after the fact, in a sense, is that, is I love watching the dance of uh, of a, of a, of the signaling of the position of where someone is. And any good teacher worth their salt, teacher, guru, whatever like that, that person seemingly at the front with nothing selling water by the river, their, their function is to divest each question of ultimately the questioner. But every time a hand goes up or, uh, you know, Tony, I have a question, like Tony, you know, uh, already knows that that's the flare gun signaling the position of someone who's not on a life raft and doesn't even have one. But that's the, that's the, that the it's addressing the flare, not not the person because hopefully 
the good, the message will fly like a paper airplane over the heads intentionally of everyone in that room. But when someone raises their hand, I'm here in this life raft, I have a question. Their question, their, it doesn't matter what their question is, the fact is they imagine they're there in that life raft that asked the question. So the, de the, the, the dance of the dissemination of that question is the most, it's the best, juiciest theater in the fucking world, you know? <laughs> really? You know? Yeah. yeah absol absolutely. Because is, is this constantly a, I used to think it just, uh, when I would be this kind of, uh, need to ask this question. It's yeah. almost like, I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Can't you see that I am here and right. I have a question? And that's the signaling of the flare gun. It's, and it's your last flare in the, especially when you end up in those situations. It's a life raft. You, you don't have too many provisions left. It's just you. You're in that raft in the middle of an endless ocean and you're, you have one chamber left in that thing. And, you know, hopefully it gets that desperate. You know, I do have a question and I just, and it's, and that's what I guess what I'm trying to say is that the question insinuates the questioner and that is the flare is I am here just like you say even in the death throes of no I'm here like I I'm here come see me here now confer affirm my being here now and then, of course, in those in any other setting in the world, that, that goes off in the boardroom. And yes, you know, Frank, what, what's your thing? Well, I don't think the dividends for this year are, you know, just, it's the same thing. But this one, this setting is like, its yeah. purpose is the opposite. It's like, I see you, house builder, and I see you've built a house in which you imagine a question is appearing. And therefore... Uh, the, the the most authentic, unedited, loving thing to do is divest you of the place from which the question's being asked. You know, uh, and yeah. whether it, yeah, you know, no, but it's so interesting because really it is. It, it's that's the dance in a way. It's the um, almost. Or I mean, definitely, what happens is person tries to uh, say that they're there, that, there's, that they do exist, and what they are getting in return is they're not seen at all. Like, it's like kind of, right. and being ignored, totally. Right, right. You know, I mean, you know, somebody's just going, I don't even, what are you saying? Because, and even the moment the person tries to go, yeah, but what about, this am I close now? If I get that, and, it's, and it's, it's always even if the words sound similar, always seems to be yeah. Eh, no, in a way, there's only one. There's it's like there's all questions can be like delineated almost to one unsayable question, but it's like you know, every question's a yeah, but like every question is like okay, I heard everything you're saying. I'm nothing. This is infinity. There's no back wall. This is forever. Okay, okay, okay. But now, what about the? It doesn't even matter what the next blank is filled in with. It's the fact, the very fact of the, okay, I heard you, but, it's that but. Yeah. But before that but is, and I've coined this term from you, flatline. It's yeah. flatline. The computer's now dividing by zero and it's gonna be there a long time figuring out how many decimal points to pi. It's just never gonna end. And so right there in that flatline, right there is all of it. 
the next question that will arise out of that flat line is the cessation of the of that feeling of flat line and now a heartbeat has come up again and the yeah. person's alive and well but that flat line is is this is is the cessation of all questions because there's nothing you could do with this and then you kind of go okay that's fine i know what you're talking about boundless everything and yeah all that good shit <laughs> thanks a lot uh, that's great stuff but <laughs> great stuff can we uh, can we just yeah. talk about something that i can get my teeth into and right and yeah. know because and an I being an I being the key word because that's the flare gun that I can get my teeth into. Yeah. Like it's like the idea that uh, the idea that that flatline can be a place from whence bills are paid, spouses are loved, and kids are brought up, and livelihoods and art is you know uh, gone for. Like the fact that the idea that that can happen, maybe even better from flatline is like not uh not on any brochure that the mind could uh come to read you know i mean that's why I, and that's the dance that i love watching so much is as a is a good sat song if someone's really selling water by the river and not doing the cautionary tales of what you said in your thing but really doing that then the whole setup is a is an incredible bait and switch it's like, come, come, sit down. It's all comfortable here. We're going to talk. It's all a bait and switch. Because in the end, if they really take the subpoena, then, and they've been served, then that's it. Then. Yeah. And that's what's being hoped for, but not, for, not by anyone who sits their ass in the chair hoping they're going to get something. But that actually is what's hoped for. Like we were saying before, like our, we fear and we, uh, uh, crave, our own, crave our own absence yeah yeah death is the final absence you know and yeah but even in it's kind of like that thing even in even in death the the me or the person i still want to be able to go with one eye open go mm -hmm. i'm here am i still here in death Mm -hmm. I want to experience death. I want to be in the death. And then you can be, you can <laughs> feel the, you can get a sense of deathlessness that there's, you can maybe fathom it. But, but, but in that, in the, in the epitome of that fathomability, it's not the you that, 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 that downloads for, it's that absence of you that, that it's seen in. So the, 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 you're, you, the you, you the you will just not be there when when death is experienced and seen in all its glory as what it really is that will by definition be the cessation of the you and in the cessation of the you is the glory of the afterlife <laughs> you know but that's the subtle part it's like you ain't gonna be you you're not gonna survive the moth is not gonna the be flame there, right? oh, is yeah. the moth no no yeah yeah, and I, but then obviously, as long as there's a person, there is death, there is possibility, right. there is getting there, there is, oh, the next conversation, the next right. retreat, the next fucking... Yeah, the next. Yeah. Time, time is, you know, like the Buddhists, uh, I think that, that that's their phrase, time is mind. You know, time is mind. You know, as soon as you have time, which doesn't actually exist, and that, that one, you can sit people down and go, look, dude, 
you can tell me about your past a bit. Is your past here? No. Well, you can t I hope tell me about your anticipated future, but is it here? No. And so you, you can narrow you can narrow that those two ends of the spectrum pretty good. For if someone's really like empirical about it and honest and authentic about it, but then you know you end up on this like little tightrope of okay, well then what? And then to take that that last thing away. Because if there ain't no that direction and there ain't no that direction, there ain't no this either. There's no now. The power of what? The power of, uh, of that was predicated on the idea that there was a long, a, a, a infinitely in that direction. Time is mind. There's no, that's not, instant refresh rate can't accommodate time because it's already over before it began. What is this thing here that's already over before it began? Like, flatline. You can't, you can't, there's no answer to that question. And if you do get an answer to that question, you won't be there in the glory of that answer. Flatline forever. And even at that point, you can't even call it flatline because that's already been insinuated by a mind who thinks there can be a non-flatline. There, there, there's no lines. It's already, uh, the black hole pub has already eaten everything. Before we arrive to order our first drink, it's already eaten everything. That's just, all you can do is go, another one, you know, or Bill, check please, or whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah, another one. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, great. fucking hell. Mm. Mm. Is the doc you're working on now something like, does it have a, do you have a little deadline for yourself about finished shooting or post or anything like that? Um, well, I, I'm in it and a part of it, um, but the editing is being done, Boris is um, driving and that, and so that's his, that's, we need uh, time and he has a day job, so there was, right. um, yeah, there's a lot involved in it, and, uh, so it's, we might, we may or may not look at trying to get funding, but then it's a thing of if we go down that route, do we have to give up control? Mm -hmm. You know, so we have to we have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but there's we've kind of hit we're in post production, and it's kind of a case of now looking at all the footage and seeing where the gaps are. Do we need some? And um, right. I don't think I'm giving away anything by that. But you know, it's so, and just to go back to that idea too about like, you know, like zero and one, you know, your sense of music. I mean, that's because that's been my, my medium uh, for my, my livelihood as a, as an actor, you know, the power of cinema, the power of image. I mean, it's the one art form where you have every uh, contingent art form inside. You have writing, you have music, you have photography, you have sculpture you have ideas you have art you have i mean there's there's no there's no um medium that's not in that stew uh and so therefore i always have felt which is probably why it's the most subsidized medium on the planet still is that it has that power to point outside of itself when when image and sound and all come together to tell something greater than itself you know when I see, you know, something like zero and one, and there's just even simple, even other things you've done where it's just, as soon as you have like, even if you approach it like, okay, 
I, you know, Frank's going to talk to a guy about non-duality or whatever, but right now they're in a car and right now like, oh my God, like this, you know, uh, we're moving and uh, there's music and the music is evocative for a certain reason and all your cutaways are like, and maybe that's just my uh, occupational hazard of seeing the things that you keep included and all of those things that you've paid attention to you know, what's David and what's not, building your sculpture away, taking away everything, not the film or whatever. Like yeah. that is very, it's very alive in your stuff. And I, and especially because it's pointing towards this non-talkaboutable idea, it, it has a really great chance and great opportunity. And I think succeeds like a lot in doing that and achieving that. Because even if the ideas, because it almost allows the paper airplanes to go over the head. There's yeah. lots of ideas in there, but hey, now we're, now we're just looking at, uh, like when you turn the camera around, what's the one you did, the shorter one where you went up to visit, um, uh, what's his name? I'm not remembering now. Robin. Robin, yeah, and you know, let, let's just look at the, let's look at what we're looking at, and and then you know, we see it, and then it's just so authentic, and you know, edited in its unediteness, and that final thing, like it's yeah. really, it's beautiful, you know. No, and it points back to all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I do love it now. I have to say, when I get lost in that, like especially with these sort of things, it's because it's so. Um, so not me in a way, if that's the right way to say it. It's so yeah. not me, so, so not me, that yeah. then I have to kind of totally go with the unknowing feeling. I totally have to go with yeah. that and get yeah. lost in it. Maybe the introduction of music is, would say, a part of, I do, I love that kind of getting lost. But I, what I do now in the editing is trust that I enter chaos Yes. And because I've no, I've no training in it. Basically, I get all the footage, I fuck it down in the timeline. Yeah. And I just keep siphoning, 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 yeah. siphoning, siphoning, siphoning. I've no, exactly. I've no goal, I've no story, yeah. no anything. And it, but it just, I think it suits my personality as well because absolutely in the, in the chaos, I'm at my most comfortable. And then yeah. where, where there isn't anything, I trust that we'd say the other, <laughs> this yeah. right. somehow will yeah regurgitate or get something out of it yeah. and even and then i look back and I go oh look at that that's kind of yeah. cool it's kind of exactly. like even, even in the last bit of the one with robin i say it looks so much better oh the shot looks so without much better me, yeah. without me in it that's right, and right it was kind of like oh, yeah uh, you know yeah. and uh, robin's eyes went Yes. <laughs> like yeah, as he took it from a different place, but Definitely. none of that was conscious. Yeah. No, you can tell me. it's not. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what's beautiful about it. And that's why you have to be included to be excluded, you know, for you to get lost in the filmmaking of that. It's, it's oddly ne necessary to include yourself in the possibility of getting lost like that. And that's, you know, how do you talk about that stuff too? But it's like... But also it's not, it's the not, it's the, it's the not giving, relatively speaking, a fuck. Yeah. But still wanting to do the best possible job within everything that is there. But it's still Absolutely. that freedom of, I really don't, I mean, what's the attachment yeah. to this? Was anybody ever going to watch it? Right. But still, I'm going to do, it's going to keep on going until I might work till four o'clock in the morning. I'm utterly... Yeah. 
and then it's kind of like yeah it is done sort of thing it it is done yeah yeah and and it tells you when it's done i mean uh, and again all non-duality stuff aside it's like the uh, that's the filmmaking process you know Uh, and i've had i've had the opportunity to sit in on things i've been in or even played the lead on and watch the what happens in the dark room months after I disappear and just seeing the minutia of how frames and how many, like what they're really dealing with and all of that. And it was, uh, you know, so that thing very much came to light about, you know, you, you shoot one film, even in a great script, if you have a great script, let's say, and I know these are not scripted, but just to go to this, you have a, you shoot one film of that great document. You no, you write one film, you shoot a second film and you edit a third film. And no matter how good the first document is, you're always gonna have to go through those three processes to arrive at the place and know it for the first time kind of thing. You, you have to do the, goes those three processes. If you hang on too tightly to something through that process of write one, shoot a second, edit a third, then it's gonna deviate from its possibility of the truth that it's trying to tell despite you you know and that's true just even for like this thing i just worked on was a was a you know feature film like an independent feature where the guy wrote it he was directing it and he wrote it so it's very much one of those labors of love and it's and i knew we were in stage one of or stage two of shooting his document and i know he he was going to now get into a dark room months later i think they finished shooting now and he's going to like from a from very different fresh eyes because the etch-a-sketch will have been shaken there too he yeah. will have to go what did i shoot again what 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 yeah. what did i what what film am i what story am i trying to tell again mm. and then it will become as you just as you described so eloquently it's just going to be it's going to make itself apparent yeah fuck man i mean i know i mean i like i have uh, i completed one book which i self-published and i um, I got, I mean, I think I got sick, I got pneumonia, and it was kind of an opportunity to to do the thing, you know, because who am I? I can't go writing a book. I'm not a writer, even though it was always there in the craving to mm-hmm. do it. And then when I got sick, it was an excuse. Right. Permission, it was permission almost, which are, I can I tell you. people I'm not leaving the house now. So I, it's okay now for me to do right. writing. And so I got yeah. lost in it for three months. And then I did whatever, but even in in that, it's kind of like you, you get you enter the process of it. It's mm-hmm. total unknowing. Yeah. You really, 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 if you're doing it, you don't really know what way it's going to go. You might have a vague idea. Yeah. And then you're in the middle of it, and you you don't know. Right. I, and and then you're in the next and the next and the next, and maybe. The ending presents but to me that was total uncomfortableness all the time yeah. so then three times since doing that i wrote fifty thousand words which is that should be the bones of a novel but you kind of in that then the mind body frank mm-hmm. is in there going no you're not what are you doing right just don't write and that almost chokes mm-hmm. it but with the in the art or within the filming at least i feel well there's something out of mm-hmm. it out of this even yeah. if it's nothing, it's something out of yes. the endeavor. It's some production. Yeah, some I piece. hear you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny too. But I mean, I, I, over this last seven years, and I never imagined, I, I didn't imagine any of this stuff seven years ago, but uh, I started writing something once that, you know, 
everything had been kind of pulled away and there was like this what felt like at the time kind of this forced seclusion it was like a seven year pneumonia i just uh okay you know and so i started what started out as journaling kind of became a little bit writing but then my mind would still kind of go oh well what are you you're like an actor now who's out of work and writing a book is that what's happening now mm -hmm. and so I, I i played with all of that in my head and then i realized that that was another thought and blah 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 and then it was almost a permission landing to just go look it's not for anybody this is it's like a painting in an attic that's what i ended up deciding for myself it's like hey i can go up and paint any fucking time i want and this isn't for like to be put in the gallery later or for anyone to see in fact i knew i was writing less freely and with more michael involved when the whole point was i was trying to write about the the uh the, the the journaling the diary of the dissemination of michael which was very apparent and on the table and i was trying to do my little autolysis journal about that and uh but i still there was still this uh, feeling of needing to give myself permission to just go up to the attic and paint man yeah just for nothing and say you put it away and only your daughter, it's going to be in the crawl space when you move. And when you die, she'll go in there and she'll find, oh, daddy wrote a book between blah, blah, blah. Okay. I had to, and I had to change a name too. Like I had to like, I couldn't even say, you know, Michael Riley, this, I, I couldn't even, I had to, it, oh, it's almost like I had to play the character of the writer. I had to build myself a character. I totally relate to that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To totally lovely. Which is yeah. uh, which I what I what I done my whole life professionally, which makes so much sense. Like Michael could disappear in the service of playing whoever, uh, and I now as a writer who was feeling all of the things that made even the one doing the puppeteering the one, those that all that stuff was falling away, and even to diary journal about it, I had to create a, a an anonymous something in order to just totally take that off the table Isn't that it's, it's that's, that's mad because it's almost like well this is the confines in which this character operates he's not allowed uh do the whatever thing right so we put him he michael Riley stays here it's just right. I, put, I put my own thoughts on because yeah. i used i basically at one stage i used to um make when i started making videos i called myself daniel jackoff which is my um oh that's cool it's dylan jack and Faye, my three kids ah, nice so nice. I, I was daniel danielle jackoff whatever um Beautiful. I, hope I, haven't, <laughs> I, hope, I hope i haven't used that for anything dodgy anyway um, <laughs> um but but it was it was totally to it, it yeah. now that i'm this is frank yeah. businessman marketeer yeah sure he's no he can't be he's no right to yeah. be doing videos or whatever right and that is the weirdness of that like we do mm -hmm. have to like uh it's why it's like those cliches about actors they always say like oh he must be like a class clown or whatever it's like why is it you get all these people like, actually he's pretty shy he's not doesn't talk too much uh, like well, how could that possibly be because there is that feeling of like i can you know like the the most when my sister got married i remember and i had to do a little you know speech or whatever uh this is way way back in the day you know she passed and a whole bunch of stuff happened but but i remember feeling like uh 
God, I've done Shakespeare in the park in front of 2,000 people. I've done all of this stuff. Like I've been to theater school. I've done all these plays. And yet I have to do a little two-minute speech in front of people. And why, why am I nervous about this? You know, like mm-hmm. there was something about that in there about because when I was doing Shakespeare in the park in front of 2000 people, I, the whole point was Michael was going to get to be put aside so that something could, and that felt like the most carnival, like the most play. It it was like, that was the freedom of the disappearance was that I wasn't going to have to be there. I might even show up later to take the compliments or the, or, or the bad reviews or the good reviews after the fact. But during that time, which was the, the real meat and juice of the enterprise, I was going to get to be absent. And that, and having done that in an art form through other characters, through the license to not be me, in a way, yeah, for kind of trickled up again now that all that, all that was falling apart. And now I was trying to write, I was trying to write about the, the uh, deconstruction of this, character who played the character and as soon as that happened it was like i hadn't played a character in like four years but now i i had a care i had it gave me freedom to just like be funny or be this or be that or be irreverent or just be any freaking thing that needed to be to tell the story but i didn't have it tied anymore and all of those nested eggs like i was writing about the fact that there's no one no author to any of it and yet i needed to be an anonymous source in order to give myself permission to go in the attic and paint this thing it was yeah. just so nested dolls again you know yeah that's the nested dolls the russian dolls really yeah, yeah. what's <laughs> happening there it's just yeah endless there yeah, yeah. and now it's like uh you know it's odd. It's like doing this. Like we, we can look at, you know, I just appreciate that we're in the, the black hole pub having a conversation with someone I'm getting to meet and admire. I, I at the same time, I just kind of go, you know, like I've lived my life in the public eye for, uh, for, mo- for my career. And up until June 11th, when you gave me this invitation and I got another invitation to go back and work for the first time in seven years. And I took that one. And now I took this one. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a little bit like to post or not to post. Like I, something in the coin flip in the air and the Schrodinger's cat of that, I kind of go, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. will a, you know, my mind can can say, well, is there going to be any producer or casting director who might see this and go, no, you don't want to hire Riley, man. He's, he's we, fucking metal. <laughs> he's become something else. Or would anyone who actually, and then the other part of my mind, and that goes, look, you know what? If anyone actually saw this and because they were interested in this material, it might be a plus, you know, in the mind of thinking about that. And then there's another part of me that goes, you know what? It was a great conversation and I would love to go, I'm going to go to freaking Ireland and we're going to do this in person. And yeah, let's do the, let's do the next fucking pub with like, we'll do like a joint in the we'll like Michael and Frank and some cannabis and this. Yeah, know? no, I'm coming to Canada. Okay, good. good. Yeah. You're in. You got a place to stay, so that's like uh, you know those are. I the, think those are the yeah, it's funny because at one point I had thought you were and I thought we were I, I, in the conversation. People would just think eccentric actor. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. another eccentric oh, sure. actor, and they yeah. kind of go, "Yeah, okay, I'm not yeah. listening." And yeah, anyway, yeah. No, and anyway, nobody watches this. <laughs> right, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, you yeah, see, it is an interesting thing, though, because... Yeah. Like, There's it, already so much of that, like, you know, oh, what do you do? Like, uh, you know, like when I, when I, when I was an actor and I, I lived in LA for eight years and my, I was married at the time and my wife and I would go to these parties where other actors and producers were going to be. And, uh, and we would literally on the way in the car, look at each other and go, okay, real estate agent, fitness instructor. And so that when we got to the party and someone said, what do you do? I said, uh, I'm a fitness instructor. Oh, yeah, interesting. And they would want to do somewhere else, right? Yeah, because yeah. I just knew that the person I did end up in the corner with of the party I didn't want to be at with a glass of wine in my hand, I was going to have a way more interesting conversation as a fitness instructor than I was in Hollywood as an actor. Because I just didn't really care about all that stuff then. Even though that's what I was there to do, there's a lot of preconceived notions about, oh, he's an actor. Oh, that means whatever they think it means, you know? Yeah, what are you doing now? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, you know. But um, I you know, whatever. It, it was, it's just interesting. Like I kind of, I mean, I don't talk about this subject. Was this subject? We're just talking. Mm -hmm. It's not a subject. But even there, I'm calling it a subject. And there's, sure. like, when I did the life in free fall, which is the mango salad one. Right. And I am. My face is not in this. I know. And a part of that is also going. Well, I I can't. I have curiosity about this, but I can't validate this to be. Uh, I, I didn't want anybody because I felt the whole thing was surrounded by people who appeared to be satisfied mm -hmm. with knowing and understanding this. I felt I don't want anybody to think that I know this and anybody to ask me a question that I've got this because I know myself too that I could get into this uh, zone of yeah no ask me a question because. I want to yeah. see what, what's going to come out, you know, right, right, and I right. kind of, even that, that, that's more this idea of a reinforcement of a, this is a new character then, somebody who kind of knows non-duality, and I really just didn't want to play any other yeah. one. But, but I, then I, I would never, obviously you've, uh, you've had a career, have a, have a career or whatever, uh, I had was in business and I was a mm. serious that's I don't think anybody would ever say this like serious <laughs> yeah yeah anybody who knew me would just go Frank do you not know yourself at all um, <laughs> but this image that you might have of yourself as somebody who's in business and working and then okay now you're making music videos or now you're doing videos and now you're doing videos on non-duality what the right. fuck what the fuck are you talking about that's right. you've been are you all right in the head like is it <laughs> yeah but then, but then that's kind of passed exactly, away. And, that, and that's a that's a part of the you know that is the autolysis. You know, it's all of the the roles that you play and the the you know the character as this thing moving through time. One of the biggest things, and I can say this both as an actor and both as a uh, uh, someone who sought or seeked, if that's the term, uh, that it's the um, I forgot what I was going to say. What, what, I don't know where I started there. I don't know, but I was thinking to myself, he skipped around. <laughs> you he skipped around. You skipped around a beer and I kept going. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Well, it, was, it is really this idea of... Um, yeah, well, what, what we were talking about is a podcast and a, a podcast about this, we'd say. Right. 
this obscure thing yeah and and it's just yeah it's it's just really uh like i say i just kind of like after seven years of like i and i haven't talked to this stuff and what my last what my last seven years was about and i haven't had that there's only a couple of people in my life who i can have that conversation with and like i say that excludes intimate family members so it's really just two people uh you're now the third that i can have this conversation with that's happened very much in seclusion and everything else uh and so on June 11th to get two invitations, one to talk about this for the first time outside of that group of two other people, and two hours later to get to, oh, or, or come back to work and uh, go ahead and pretend you're someone else again. Uh, and to say just like, okay to both was like a real, uh, a very much a part of this thing that if I imagine back to a character seven years ago or even four years ago or three or two even, <laughs> Uh, I would be no. I, I, I. It would be. Look, is it a particle or is it a freaking wave? I can't do both. It can't be both. And and there's something now that's just like going. Well, it's both, I guess. Because I, because like I say, I drove home from the thing going. I don't know if I'll ever act again. I'll, I'll get off this line and go. I don't know if I'll ever talk to Frank again or like or talk about this stuff again aside from those friends. Like I just don't know. But it, but it's infinitely fascinating either way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and but obviously, in your comments that would come up, and something about your comments um, was a kind of a there was a you use words like brother and stuff like that, or and I mean I, maybe it was some of the times when I was kind of going, ah, oh, really, what what am I doing with this? I mean, this seeking fucking endless raw, so horrible. I, I just can't. And then I'd come on YouTube time to time, I'd check the comments, and I kind of go, oh, that's nice, that's fucking, whatever you would say, and it'd be a genderless, well, it was just, it, it was just it'd an be affection, a yeah. yeah, it'd be a yeah. genderless as well, yeah. it'd be yeah. uh, just a kind of a, a nice comment. In yeah, the, like I said, like I, way back in the, you know, mango salad days, I just kind of like, I want to, I would love to sit with that guy in a pub and have a, have a couple. Like I just, that would be, I'd get to have the conversation that's the most interesting conversation in town, the most profound conversation in town, the one that's not only not talked about, but avoided at all costs. That would be so cool to have with that guy who's so unabashedly authentic and unedited and, and has reinsinuated himself back into being the protagonist of like, okay, like, I mean, I recognized your voice from the, from the Kenneth thing because it took me a while to put it together. I go, oh, oh that's because I was watching the new stuff because I loved that, that one. And then I, once I started seeing you live, I started going, I had to go back and go, was that he made, that was him. That was because I heard your, you were a present still on the other side of the table because you would ask questions in the middle of the kitchen and stuff. And, yeah. and so that, even though it was a step removed and I never saw you, it was a part of that whole theater that really uh, made it uh, potent for, for me as a viewer, you know? And so yeah. to go, oh, of course it was him. Then I was kind of on. And, um, and yeah, there was just like, a, there was a brotherly affection kind of right away for that, you know, because it was just like, a, you know, it's just such a rare, you know, you're like, I'm 57, you're 44. Yeah, 40, 40. Like, so in, in the story, you know, like 
when you get to your middle age, when no one gets to their middle age and there's this whole other download that happens like, or it's as much to say that, you know, life itself is, is spiritual, is seeking. Like spiritual unfoldment is the process, whether you're a seeker, spiritual seeker or not. So when you get to people, I mean, I look through this with men I know who aren't into this stuff at all. My dad, who I had a front row seat to all my life, there was a kind of like, he was seeking, you know, even though he wasn't seeking this thing that, and in a way, I know, I know he was, of course, there's only one thing to seek because it's the only one thing that can be found, which is the only one thing that was never lost in the first place. I get that, you know, now I get that. But I, the whole process of being in your middle age and when you start to look at the watch and go, oh, okay, well, that means I have I'm 57, 67. My dad died at 87, so 30 years. So I think okay, 30 years, if one should be so lucky and all the thoughts that download yeah. in the linear timeline about what that means. It's like uh, there's almost in the, just in the normal seven ages of man kind of way, there's just like a, okay, now like whatever, like that shit or get off the pot now. Like, cause we can kind of see the, you know, this, this imagined thing ain't going to last forever in the narrative of the story. Yeah. Now, of course, the good, the gospel on tap here is that, of course, that was never the case. Uh, but those death throes need to happen, you know, like that, that's part of the, 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 the deal here. But you can, as Christ said, die before you die. You can, there is a possibility to, hit, to, to digest that undigestible one for no one before the fact. Uh, but even if you don't, and even if you go nowhere near spirituality all your life, you look at people who are a little bit older and you just like, you know, there's just something, shit's getting serious now. Like, and it might blow up into, okay, sports cars and my third divorce and it could do whatever it's gonna fucking do. But, but in general, there's a, okay, if this, if it's true that I am a long lasting independent entity moving through time, born in 1962 and by second by second moving toward my deathbed, if even if that story were true, which we know it's not, let's say, but even if it were, that's enough, man. That's enough right there to go, okay, well, what then, you know, like what then? And then, so then back to the questions, like, okay, then okay, hang on, everyone out of the pool. I don't have long, what is this? what is going on here? Not even where I'll go after now, because that's good. I'll, I guess I'll find out soon enough, but what, what even, where was I before? <laughs> like, what is putting the possibility of any of this here in the first place? Like, those are very pre-spiritual, potent questions, you know? And questions that every character has to ask. And the answer to, Every one of those questions is exactly the answer of this, this with the capital T-H-I-S. The carrot that everyone's looking for is no carrot. You know, the, 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 the resolution to the problem that everyone's looking for is that there was no problem in the first place. The, all of the things that we've been talking about, that that's the good news gospel that I think has been said time immemorial now through every perennial philosophy. And I mean, this isn't a new message. It's actually the only authentic unedited message that survived from zero to zero in essence, you know, it's like, 
that's it's always just been the same thing and once in a while a little monolith gets laid down and a christ or a buddha or muhammad or an alu or krishna or a vishnu or somebody goes hey do you guys know that this is all just one thing observing itself with different qualities of its own attention to itself and you don't even exist in the first place <laughs> whoa you know like it, it's a rare you know yeah but uh, Robin has his on, on his website, this message is not new, it's ever fresh or something like that. Mm -hmm. or, uh, the ever fresh, ever fresh message. Yeah. You know, the kingdom of God was within, that's ever fresh, but, but, old, but old, but ever fresh, you know, the, all of that stuff, you know. Yeah. It's the knowing, it, is that, that's the kind of, the idea of knowing it is the lie, is this really the idea? Yeah. Because it can't. Because as we talked about at the beginning, the knowing was the fly in the ointment to begin with. There will be no knowing, and there will be no no because there is no knower, and that will resolve itself in knowing. But at that point, you won't even call it knowing. It's that's like it, it's yeah. It's dying less. to that disappointment or something. Like yeah, the moth the stick goes into the fire enough that there's no more stick left. You know, like the questions die because the questioner in question has become sufficiently questioned enough to be tossed out it's like it's like a case that you mount in your own head and the case gets thrown out for lack of evidence because it's all circumstantial you know it's like you end up putting yourself on the witness stand and going come on man show me you then stand up with a real frank please stand the fuck up like like we we do that in our own court of our own with our own jury of our we don't even in our peer it's judged we are judge jury and executioner so any good inquiry ends up in that black hole and that case is gonna end because it never began but it's gonna end because it was thrown out as not having anything anyway to begin with yeah, sorry, it's funny when you say the um, that uh, stand-up thing, um, during that experience that I told you about, a lot happened yeah. in that particular experience, oh, but in that, in that experience as well, it was, okay, can you, can you be now? And so then you have a sensation of, okay, now I'm being without, and then it's, it's again another, okay, and it's kind of presented and presented and presented, yeah. and the, the thing... It's like as if, you know, umpteen, like the dying on the cross thing or the yes, exactly, umpteen yeah. positions to still yeah. to say, okay, <laughs> are you ready yet? Okay, now right. I'm going to stand up and just, right. just be in total peace with everything. Okay, stand up. And can you stand up and do that then? And it's, <laughs> all of it is still pretending and pretending and yeah. pretending. And then, okay, I'm going to be everything and stand up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> good luck good luck with that what? loop and that loop and that yeah because those russian dolls as we say are never going to end that will be turtles all the way down that is the infinitely receding horizon the etch-a-sketch you can keep scribbling well what about if i stand up and i'm everything on the etch-a-sketch but it's just gonna just keep doing that what about what about, what about at what point does the mind just go ah fuck it i it just 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 it just goes there's nothing I can write on that. There's no subtle way to insinuate myself back into, yeah, but what if I even, you know, what if I even subtly know that I'm not, that I know that I'm not, but know that I am. And then, and, 
the freaking thing just keeps erasing. At what point does the thing, the thing that imagined it's authoring the drawing, or, or, or more saliently, who the drawing was about, when does that just give up the ghost that it always was and go, just, and enjoy the, sh enjoy the ever refresh rate of this. Enjoy the fact that, I mean, look at it. It's not, it's never gonna be repeated. Pre-deathbed, post-deathbed, it's, it's always gonna, something, this that can't be talked about is always gonna be here, but it'll never be repeated. It'll always look like something different, but it'll never depart from itself. And that's what it, and that's what it is. And even that will get shaken up. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it is almost this self thing reboots itself continuously, no matter yeah. how much, yeah. because it's, it gets squashed into tiny whatever, still, yeah. oh yeah, okay. It's death throws, and it doesn't need much. It, it can rise, that phoenix, that false phoenix can rise. From, yeah, it's, that's the yeah but, you know? Uh, 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 it's, a, it's a decimated, you know, landscape. And, I have one more question. Like, you know, the, like, a, it's like, okay, what's your one, one, what's your one last question, skeleton ashy hand rising from the apocalypse? <laughs> I just want to know if whatever, whatever, sooner oh, or later, fuck, yeah. the day where no little skeletal finger reaches up from the ashes to ask that one last question is the day that the apocalypse is the paradise. <laughs> and there's no, uh, it won't be a sad day where, and that was the last we ever heard of him. It'll be the glory, glory, hallelujah day. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last we've heard of him. It'll be, <laughs> I think the shot's better when I'm not in it. We'll become like, and lo and behold, because you were, and this is always like, what we always have to go circle back to get clear about, you were never in the shot, you know? I was never in the shot. No one's ever in the shot. So we don't have to be beside the camera or turn it away or walk away. Like we're, we were just never there in the first place. So it's not even about the, I think I need to edit myself out. That's in the shot. It's, it's, it's pre that and post that, you know, it's like, it's all, we were already not in the shot. Mm. We weren't even written into the original screenplay. Like, <laughs> it's it's just it's just before 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 it's a priori to a priori it's just like it's just mm. off it's just off it's 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 the part i think it's one of the things i wrote to you at one point it's like we're just going to be too late to this party yeah it doesn't mean we can't come and drink harps and guinnesses and chips and and have a party and it's the best party in town especially this one i'd rather be at this pub than the one my pub down the street where I go to write, and as I'm writing, I hear peripherally conversations that are the most beautiful, lovely, innocent, inane, meaningless, drivel conversations with, you know, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful and meaningless at the same time. And that kind of inspires me there because I can just be the guy, the, the weird, you know, unemployed actor with the laptop, you know. But this pub is like, it's a rare pub. It's a rare, the Black Hole Pub is a rare, rare place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Black Hole Talks, Black Hole Pub Talks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and whether we, whether we end up posting this one or not, like I, I hope to have some more of them with you. And uh, yeah, I think we yeah, definitely man. need to. Yeah. 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 Cause there's just uh, it's, you know, once it's like an embarrassment of riches, you know, it's just like, 
this this is the gift that keeps on giving you know <laughs> you know the this with a capital t h i s you know especially when you meet a brother who is you know on the scent of that you know precious whateverness you know mm. yeah but you know it's just like that that it's just so i can't think of anything more you know, if I had, if this was my last night, if I haven't have an aneurysm tonight and I'm never heard from again, this was a, what a beautiful way to go out, you know? Like, <laughs> and I think cool. when every day, when every day is like that, that's the instant refresh rate, you know? Like why isn't every run like that, every child rearing moment like that, every, it should, cause it is like, it is that. Yeah. But we, continually disinvite ourselves to a to the best party in town uh we continually like disinvite ourselves to that's the self the self is the the the, the is the uh denial of what's actually happening yeah you know? yeah that's the madness though i mean that is i mean the I'm not even going to go down why I'm not going to even do it to my brain, but the, the being somebody in the world is the shelter from being everything in a way. Yeah. I mean, that was my sense of, uh, but I know it is obviously a perspective, but a perspective view, but it seemed like because that is, it was too much. Why would you, why is, it makes sense that the predominant view is being separate in that instance. Right. Make it felt whether well, if the predominant view is being separate, then that's the brilliant game playing out. And then right. why wouldn't you play it forever than seeing yeah. the emptiness? <laughs> right. But the thing is, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, but it's the game for no one. You know, it's like God looks in the mirror and see, and asks who she is, and never gets an answer, and that's who she is. That's the best. That's the only game in town. Uh, it's the only game in town and and you know the it's you know yeah it's like man it's no it's like it's just well just like what you said it's it's not uh is that question stopped though that question yeah. stops is this the, the question that yeah. question stops yeah it just who becomes yeah because it's the who in question asking the am i part that 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 gets uh seen through you know what? It, like for me, it's like the the mind is like a, like for me, it's like I I was so OCD diligent and about the inquiry all by myself with everything taken off the table for a, a while. Um, it's like I, uh, it's like standing too close to the magician in the backyard party of the kid, you know, like. There's a certain place where you can stand in front of the close-up musician where you go, Jesus, fuck, how did he, where'd the coin go? And how'd that, but if you go over to, over his right shoulder and the, and if the magician is the mind and you go over the right shoulder of the mind where the mind doesn't want you to have that vantage because it's unfair, but when you start looking at the mind, pull off that trick, you go, oh, dude, I just saw you put that in your, you see, and you, you see the trick the trick of how the mind creates the false sense of a Frank or a Michael, you see the trick in real time. And once you've seen the trick, even if you go around to the front where all the kids are watching again, 
God damn it, it looks like that car. Go you, you still see the, 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 the trick still works, but not exactly anymore because you've been over the magician's right shoulder and you've seen how that works. Mm. So you kind of, the snake is not, a, the rope is, can't be a snake again. It just can't be because it's seen through. It's not that it doesn't go away. Oh, the mind stops and no more thought. We have 90,000 90, thoughts a day. That was an Australian study I read somewhere. 90,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are repetitive and most of them are negative. If the only thing I had to do today was get up, work out, call my daughter, arrive at Frank at four or three, that's like five thoughts. What were the other <laughs> 85, 95? Like what, what, were, what, were the, what, were, what are they about? What are they doing here? And, and what they're doing is insinuating the thinker of them, the author of them, the one to whom they all apply and are all about. But yeah. I feel like the last seven years is about standing right behind the magician going, God, still looks like you do that French drop with that coin and it sure looks like that coin disappears. But I know I, can, I see you, house builder. It was a little bit like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And experiences like the one we've been describing here, that's like a pretty, that's, you've gone right backstage. <laughs> It's like you're you're at the freaking David Copperfield show and you're backstage at the David Copperfield show. Now you still you're still going to end up in the front of the house as you have, going like uh, fucking that was David Co that was like holy fuck and I saw exactly, but, you know, do you need to go back to see one more show? Do you need to see, the, you know, David Blaine now or, like. Yeah. I, I, I think that once that infinity that you've talked about, the real-time etch-a-sketch refresh rate of no walls to this, no edges to this envelope, starts to get seen through, seen as, seen, it's like the gig is up, you know? It's almost like that feeling, I think you've described it on other things, you go, it's almost like there's a certain point you go, because I remember this feeling of going, Oh, oh, I didn't think that's what you're talking about. You know what? Uh, <laughs> can I stop that now? Like, is there a way? Can I, uh, I didn't actually sign in blood there, did I, on that yeah. line? Did I, like, what the, oh, no, no, no. You, you, there, there's no, there's no turning back from, from that, you know? That's what's, that was the, I've had that very, very recently of the idea of trying to reverse out the driveway. Right. With all right. this. And it's kind of in that moment in time, then it's kind of going, okay, well, where, what's going to reverse out the driveway now? Yeah. And then it's what's going to reverse out the driveway, and okay. And then it's then not being able to get out. No. And that's too much then. It's almost, that's too much. You, to you, could, you could be in your Ferrari and put it, slam that thing in reverse and put your pedal to the metal and you'll end up back in the driveway trying to reverse from the driveway again. You're all, you're, it's always going to just end up where it started and never left in the first place because that's what it is. And there's no backing out of that because it is that already. But that's like an infinite fucking loop, man. Well, I think you've, you, you know of infinite fucking loops now. That's infinite fucking loop. It's a Mobius strip. You're never, there's no getting off a Mobius strip. 
And at that point, there's not even a U to get off or a Mobius strip to be even there. It's just all of, all of that goes away because it's already just this. You don't have to back out of anything. You're pre-backed out, you're pre-backed in, you're pre-not even in or out. You're just pre. And, and that's the, you know, the, the stick poking the fire gets shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and your fingers start to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And then, and then that's it. <laughs> then that's it. Yeah. That's it. I spoke to Tim this afternoon there. Um, oh, cool. I like Tim. Uh, it was only a short chat, but he, he's talked about six or seven weeks of absolute torture. Now, yeah. he said it's a bit of a story, but yeah, absolute torture. I had, uh, I, I watched that, inter not the interview you just did, but a previous one where he talked about a little bit of that, uh, that, that, it didn't, that didn't look pretty. I mean, that's what I would, you know, if we had like six more hours in the pub, you know, I could spin out a story as he is, you have to be quick to point out. But it, it was, uh, had a lot of anxiety around it. It had a lot of like, I, you know, there's just, you know, it just, but luckily I had uh, some seclusion and I didn't have too many responsibilities and I had the luxury of being able to afford not to do anything for a little while. And, uh, and so there was uh, that, that existential requisite seeming anxiety of the dark night of that, which is story, story, story. I know, I know whereof he speaks. I know, I know what that means. And even in this experience that what we've been talking about that you describe, I mean, talk about existential. I mean, that must be that in, you know, in short okay. order, but, but yeah, like the, the, the thing in the thing in question that was never there in the first place, is not going to go quietly into that good night, as they say. It's just not. That's its function, is to not. And so when the gig starts to be up and is clear the gig is up and clear that it's not gonna be at the other end to go, I did it or I got it or what, like it, it, when all that gets like just taken off the table, and the table gets taken, and the one standing in front of the table gets taken, which is the point, then first of all, it doesn't matter at that point because what was all that about? <laughs> That's the weird thing too, is like, it's like fear, 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 leading up to this critical threshold of couldn't get more, and then at the other side, it's like, well, what, what was that? What was that all about? It was about the death throes of the thing that never was in that way and can manifest itself in all the ways it does individually for each fictional character, I think. I mean, I, I, I've heard, as you have, of like, oh, I, I didn't have any of that. I was just walking through the park one day and boom, merry month of May, yeah. and now I'm everything, you know? Oh, glory, hallelujah, good on you, brother. But uh, I think that maybe this character was a little more stubborn. <laughs> I, I think everything that all the plugins that was who the characters imagined and believed and kept the plate spinning to be, those kind of uh, summarily, unsummarily, and systematically, seemingly, had to be taken away. Okay, no more actor, no more 
lover, no more this, no more that, no more, just no more. That's just uh, like forced retreat or something. I don't know. I'm very different. I'm sure if we, if, if Tim was in the pub with us, he'd have a very different story describing similar v void, yeah. existential anxiety of void. Because it's because, as you've talked about many times with many people and said yourself, it's not, there's nothing for Frank and Michael here. That's the point. So it's funny though, it's constantly like it's forgotten and then remembered. And then when it's, when I'm remembering it again, it's, it's like, well, I've never uh, really, it's never been felt like this before. It's never mm -hmm. felt as so horrendous. Well, the battle, so the battle where the, the, the artificial battle that doesn't exist, that's up and running is that the refresh rate of this is also equal to the refresh rate of the false me. So we, which is because the, the me isn't a real thing. So it has to be rebooted, rebooted, rebooted in every second to order to be its thing with its carrot and moving through time. It has to reboot to do that. So it's instantaneously refreshing. That's its only existence because it was never there in the first place. The only way it can seem to be there and seem to believed and felt more importantly to be there is to have it there seemingly there again but it was never even there in the first place but if it can imagine a future in which it soon will be there and remember the time it was just there then that's enough even by a second a second back when i was just yeah. talking to frank when this sentence started plus when i end this sentence i'll still be here if i can add that future second to that past one and loop it around this one that's seemingly happening now i'm off to the races and that's just four seconds I'm 57 years old, I've been, you know, like I can now, like, it doesn't take much, right? And now, because it's the, in, it's the complete refresh rate of something that never was, inside, inside, not really, as something that's really instantly refreshing. So instantly refreshing, it doesn't have room for you. I mean, it's like the thing with time, like where, where, where would we even store a Frank or a Michael? Given that we can feel the palpable feeling of there not being real past and real future and maybe some semblance of some present here. But if I can really take both those ends off the table and I don't have them at my disposal anymore to work with, where would I even put me? Even at a quadrillion computations a second, where would I put me? I don't have the, I don't have the, I don't have the storage. I can't, I have to keep in re-insinuating my past version of myself, re-insinuating my future potential version of myself. And then only those two can create the, the, the false idea of me being here now. Me being here now as a long lasting independent is based on the idea of me into the future and the idea of me into the past together as an algorithm to create the ongoing movement of me through time here. So it, it has to instantly refresh, but it's like a wave in the ocean trying to keep remaining the wave in the ocean when it was never the same wave in the ocean. And meanwhile, the ocean is already instantly refreshing. It's just never the same two HTO <laughs> molecules jostling together in the same place ever. It's just, it's just too new for something old. And the, the, the human, the idea of being the Frank and the Michael is automatically something old.
You know what film I love? Do you remember, uh, have you seen Unknown White Male? That was a bit of rock and roll there now. You, you probably have no idea if that's a rock and roll, whatever the fuck that was. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um... I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Unknown White Male, that uh, the uh, documentary? Uh, it was in England a long time ago, but it was about the young guy, 30 years old, living in New York, had the most uh, rarest form of retrograde amnesia. Young guy in his early 20s, uh, unknown oh. white male. Oh, Frank, check it out. You would freaking love it. First of all, it's a full on, well put together documentary. Um, but it's, it's a major pointer at, you know, who would you be without memory? Like, I even tried to show it to my dad at a point when he was alive. And, you know, you know, anyway, other pub conversation. But yeah. It's a great because all it all it all it uh, uh, introduces is the idea of who would you be if you couldn't remember who you are. And this guy, because he had he had autobiographical memory. Um, uh, how did it work again? So he knew what an ocean was. Yeah, I know what an ocean is. I just don't have any memory of ever having seen one. So he, we got to see this character in real time by the documenteur, who was an old friend of his. The old friend uh, heard that. Oh, I heard you know, dude, I forget his name, is like totally lost his memory, doesn't know who he is, uh, had to like, he was on a subway train in a fugue state and all he had is a backpack, I won't ruin it for you, but he all he has a backpack on his back and no ID and everything and he suddenly goes, oh, I don't know where, where am I, I don't know where I'm going, where, where am I going again? Uh, middle of the afternoon in whatever in New York and then he went, oh, well, where did I come from? Oh, shoot. Oh my God, who am I? And ended up getting off at the next station and going to a cop shop. He just went into the police station and got signed in as unknown white male. And that's the documentary. And then he, all his friends and his parents and girlfriends and every, everyone comes back on scene now and deal with someone who he just doesn't. And he, it's, I won't say anymore because it'll ruin the effect no, of it. But I know there was, a, there was a film with the Australian actor that was... Um, no, this is a doc. This, this is, is a doc, doc. Which, which is even better. No, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're talking about um, the one... Uh, 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 what's the one? It's not intermission. It's not, is it intermission? Yeah. No, it's a... It's a, uh, a memento. Guy, memento. Memento, yeah. Guy yes, Pierce. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, Guy yeah. Pierce, yeah. It's yeah. the real... It's, the, it's memento real deal. Uh, and well, you know, anyway, okay, yeah, yeah, no, fun to see. You'll out. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, can I do one more pub uh, pee here? I got to go to the, the head. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Talk, talk to the girls when I'm gone. <laughs> okay, I'll show you the only girl here. Look, there she is. I saw you know, she was walking around in the background. I saw her walking around, she was scratching herself over your corner of your uh, of your shoulder there. <laughs> well, she can't hear me.
random thought apropos of nothing in that way it was I were t we I watched uh, I forget who was it oh it was Tim I guess you did one with Tim I forget when it was but he had his kid there and stuff he was going to cancel his mom's and all that one and uh, there was one point where uh, he left to go I guess deal with his his boy and stuff and something like that and it was just you left on camera you know and I remember watching it the first time and just going like uh, this is the best reaction cutaway I've ever <laughs> could see in my life. I don't know why it was just because it was an hour or whatever into the conversation and it was just uh, like I trained years to be able to be that simple and that full as a as a character you know what I mean like it was just so I just thought it was so <laughs> that's what makes me call you brother that's all I want to say yeah. you see I love the fucking uh, rawness and I know, I mean, I know myself, if I was watching this, I'd be going, what did they even think they're doing? You can't leave that in. And then yeah. I, I probably, I'd still be going, ah, I, yeah. I like the way they don't care, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, yeah, I like the... Um, it's just so great. It's just, because uh, it's the, it's the, it gives that, uh, it's that flavor, it's that dance, you know, like that, that just the dance of, the call and response, the, you know, just all of it is just, uh, it's just such a, it's just the best dance in town, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's just the, I don't know. Uh, there's, there's no words for it. It's just, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's truly beautiful with a capital B to uh, watch. And, uh, and also um, it's, a, it's, it's effective with a capital E, like it's an affective with a capital A. It's just so, because it's so unadorned and so honest and so authentic and so unedited, it, there's a palpability there that just resounds, you know, it just, it resounds with, with, with the flavor it's been steeped in. It's like, you know, it's like leaving a tea bag in something for long enough. And then it's just, there's something about just watching the steeping, you know, hmm. I remember, an, uh, you know, it was an acting teacher who talked about, you know, uh, something about stillness. He would talk about like, uh, you know, when a character is in stillness, they're not still, they're not doing nothing. They're a repository of, of kinetic. There's just a bunch, there's so much going on that there's no movement. And uh, there's, apropos of all of that and nothing, there's something about that that also speaks to me, you know, like so much going on that it doesn't move, you know. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Well, in in a sense, you're uh, you're digging nothing without any shovels, and somehow right. conversations happening. And um, yeah, I mean, sometimes maybe I think there's times when I think, okay, or there's been times in the past where I thought, okay, you know, I can. I can get to the bottom of this or by not hiding or not being, I think maybe saying it as, as, as a, saying it, can't stand lying maybe, but that's only just a, a character thing. Yeah. I'm not a good, uh, I don't like pretending. I, I mean, yet I love movies and I love right, right. film, but they, it's pretense. I was just never good at 
that. And yeah. I always, uh, this seems to be the way this. Um, well, it's like feeling when you describe, you know, being an actor. And I know that feeling of going, oh, I'm supposed to be here pretending, but I feel awkward because I feel like I'm pretending. And knowing that I need to get to a point where it doesn't feel like pretend anymore. Yeah. So I, I re totally recognize that as a, as a craftsperson working to do that at a certain level. But I, and I'm really, but, but I, and again, I never the twain should meet until they did when I realized that this is also very much like that, that, and so that lie that you're talking about is what I read in your Patreon mission statement of late, which is just like how easily this, these kind of conversations can get, uh, subtly retooled in the back door of some other thing or agenda, or there's some yeah. little subtle dog in the fight of need to, uh, appear as something or whatever it may be you know well uh, and that is interesting um on, on that is basically i made contact with somebody i didn't really want to make contact with somebody said to me you should make contact with this uh, person there blah 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 right, right. and i kind of went i can't explain why i don't want to talk right. there i can't explain i can't tell you a good reason so then it's okay, I'm just being a dickhead about it. I'm going to go and do it. And so then I made contact and that they said no. I felt this great relief. And I went onto their site and it was, this person talks about non-duality and then you can also talk about balancing the personal self. <laughs> right, right, right. And then I thought, yeah. okay. Yeah. So either there is. Yeah, yeah. Or, exactly. or we're, we're back totally. in the store. And if that's the case, I'm yeah. going to tell my own stories then, and exactly. then it's all going to go to fucking. I, I'll tell you some bullshit story about yeah. whatever I've told you this evening, or, you know, and let's fucking, and at least I can rock and roll where there's no agenda, and then, then yeah. we'll all have a, a beer and a bit of a banter. Yeah. <laughs> there, and th those are, you know, that's, that's why, uh, that's why. And that's what I really got from what you just said and got from your thing and thought, oh, that's so beautiful, you know, what you wrote is because an uncompromised, like truly uncompromising, uh, agenda-less uh, speaking of this attempt, futile attempt to communicate this, pre-knowingly futile attempt to communicate this, the uncompromising directness of that is rare. Uh, and I'm sure in both our, uh, you know, spiritual marketplace searches, you just start to get, you know, buyer beware. You just start to, you do get a sense of like, yeah, you know, you don't need too much. You need to even the a, a sniff of a red flag. It's almost like before a red flag, you know, yeah, you know, whatever that instinct was there, for instance, in that situation, the punchline is you go on the side and blah, blah, blah. The, the pre uh, download is the, is the real one that's interesting because it's yeah. like you, you already you already kind of knew this is just a, it's like some telemarketer i don't even answer my landline um <laughs> yeah it's like but the uh, uncompromising part yeah, yeah but it's it's the stale um <laughs> you should answer and say nobody's here I'm saying that by not answering. <laughs> yeah, Hi. but it's like, and, and and it's weird, you know, in these kind of conversations, whether whether it goes public or not, like 
like if this was like a, is this off the record? I know you and I could both go name names, you know, I'm sure we both yeah. could. Where it's just like, God, you know, I, first time out, I was like, hey, okay, I'll dance. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, right, right, you know, and that is like, uh, that that should be so is just what it is, you know. But yeah, what's, ni- is, what's, yeah. what's nice is that, it, what's nice is, and what's uh, most important is when, once you have the scent in your, it's like the bloodhound with like smelling the, the dead girl's shirt, like, go and find the body, go and find the body. Once the, once the blood, once you've really tasted, once, once you've got death in your nostrils, like as it were up with the bloodhound in this analogy, maybe more apt than I even meant it to be. Yeah. It's like one, once, once that, once that sniff is in there, it's going to be, uh, it's the, it's the, it's end game. Like it's, it, and it's going to know really quickly what's not that part per million. You know, it's going to like, it knows where it's headed yeah. and we're going to end at a dead body. That, that's where we're going to end because he because the dog knows how to do it and it sniffed the freaking blouse so we're going to find that yeah. but we're not and we're not going to find it alive let's say in yeah. this analogy <laughs> yeah, I maybe you i see, went too dark no there. no it's funny though you see <clears throat> it was a time where i'd go yeah that's nice and <laughs> oh it's conceptual yeah but yeah you're not talking about conceptual death. No, see, that's Sounds the like weird death, thing is, like, yeah, is death, yeah, death. Your death, death, yeah. And that's why, I mean, when <laughs> I, when I, when I, when I was at acting, you when I taught, dream, when I taught, uh, when, when I was a teacher, I, I realized, and I kind of almost had this pre-downloaded uh, uh, thought before I got on with you, is I went like, I know the, I'm a man of, I'm a character of many analogies. I'm like, I know that when I was trying to communicate this ephemeral, non-speakaboutable acting to, to some actor in their early 20s, I knew that it wasn't going to be, could you just walk to the f- door faster and speak a little louder? It was not going to go very far. But yeah. if I said, you know what, that, it's like your father is a, is a, you know, and if I just described something in the scene that would make the person suddenly start walking louder and suddenly start walking faster to that door, that was going to be a better uh, direction, as it were. So it was going to need, a, I was going to need a metaphor to actually describe what needed to be described. And I know that with this stuff, in my other two people that I only talked to it about, and certainly in the writing, it's like it's the, and an, 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 it makes sense that a metaphor or an analogy or something that stands in for something else is going to go the farthest to describing the thing that can't be talked about, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's why film as a, that's why your stuff as a, as a medium has a real uh, potency is because it, it, it is going to, once you put a song in and we're, like once once we're in that filmmaking dream-like world, and that's why dream is such a great analogy, you know, once you're in that dream-like world of the cinematic, you know, uh, gestalt, you are off to the races now because everything is meaning and metaphor. Every cutaway, every song, every look, everything, it's all, now you just have, you're you're in a poetic land of archetypes and everything. You're just, so everything is speaking the thousand words at that point. And so I've always found uh, that a good metaphor, even especially if it's one that's riffed out of 
pulled out of your ass, it's a, it's, if it's salient, it's probably a good one because it's, it's the attempt to describe something that can't be described or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. I suppose it is the expressing maybe then. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the, um, <clears throat> Or the desire to express, like, oh, I can't, oh, how can I say it, how can I say it, how can I say it? And then to throw some words that are never going to survive or never going to succeed. But the, the attempt is all or something, you know, like uh, something about that, you know. Yeah, I think it's, uh, there is something in expression. I suppose it's interesting for me about it when you were talking about it. I kind of I mean, the truth of it is, oh, I don't really know how, um, I mean, this was on something else. Let's just say I could go, yeah, thanks for that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're making me feel good or whatever. But yeah, yeah. with this, I kind of have to, it's pure, it's just instinct and it's kind of, it, it, there's nothing, uh, because there's nothing in it for me, only that maybe, let's just say, getting lost in it. When, yeah. I get, when I get lost in it, but otherwise, yeah. you know, it's and, and, then, and then we're back to our fearing and looking for our own absence, you know, which has been the dealio all along, you know, as kids, it was so easy. And then we were untaught to do that. And then we almost have to unlearn, relearn how cool getting lost can be, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, going to sleep at night, it's like, fuck, whatever the day has been, at least every 16 hours i get to just shut the show down like no matter what came before or and there's and and that's been you know i always thought that was amazing early on i always used to think hang on a second like so i i'm awake for eight hours and i'm gonna like so if i sleep for eight hours in every 24-hour cycle that means that i'm gonna be dreaming and asleep basically for, or at least I'll be asleep for a third of my life. So if I live to be 90, that means I'm going to have spent 30 years in some kind of not the waking world. Like already that fact to me at the beginning, the beginning of seeking when the scent was first getting in the nose, it was like, hang on, that's true. And so eight hours sleep at a 24 hour cycle, that means for 30 years, if I live to be 90, I'm gone though. The computer had to shut down. Even this prodigious, you know, computer, it had to shut the fuck down. Yeah. It had to put it all to bed. And then you're in those, all those deep sleep things. Like why, you know, that's why the dream is such a potent image always. It's like, so there you are in a dream. So I'll go to sleep tonight and, you know, the frank conversation and 57 years of autobiography and everything will just be off, off will just go away and then some new world in which i am i'll be walking along you know new york times square having some scenario with people and uh even if i don't go lucid i'll wake up in the morning and go oh there was no times that i wasn't even there never mind the all the other characters in times square but the whole thing wasn't there and so that's almost the same question, you know, like that's why the dream is such a potent analogy. It's like those dreams you have where you start, I could have my dream tonight and I don't just pop in going, okay, I'm walking along Times Square and I really want a, a sandwich or something, whatever my agenda is, whatever I want is like, I'm walking along Times Square wanting a sandwich, but I can like have a whole like, 
like a 30 year backstory about, no, I'm here because not, not just sandwich, forget that. Like I, I have a, I have a biography that goes back way before this moment in Times Square. I have a retroactive autobiography that goes back to as far as I can remember and makes me who I am now in Times Square. And now I have a, as far as I can remember forward. And now I'm in my dream. But that whole past fiction was created in real time right then in the dream. As soon as I started dreaming, I had a backstory, <laughs> you know, and, and, a, and then, then therefore a forward moving story that I wanted or didn't want or, or whatever. And therefore a present one that I was now in the dream as with all these other cast of thousands and sets of intricate, you know, and that's why when you, when you go lucid in a dream, I think I heard you say once you went lucid in a dream in a talk you had, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was about candy or you wanted candy in the, whatever the thing was, but anyway. Yeah, I used to try and bring, bring sweets. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, it's like having the experience that we were talking about before and going, how can I bring the sweets back from that experience? I mean, it's a similar kind of lucidity in a way, but yeah. uh, what I was going to say, what I was really going to say is that when you go lucid in a dream, uh, what I, what I was, you think when you think back about dreaming from the waking state, it's like, it's kind of uh, lugubrious and fuzzy and a little bit like, oh, if you really saw that like that, it would not be quite believable because it's clearly dreamy. But when you're in it and go lucid, it's like, holy fuck. Like I remember stopping, I, I remember going lucid in a dream once and I had a period of, of lucidity even in the last seven years that was very much like this where you'd i'd be in a scenario and i'd be in a house or something and then there'd be a, all of a sudden I'd, I'd go lucid in the dream and then i'd go oh my god i'm dreaming and i would learn like a deer in the uh, like catching a deer in your backyard it was like i, I can't like i can't don't don't react too much just stay calm stay calm it'll you're go gonna away. wake up you're, you're gonna, gonna wake up, up. so i want to stay here and explore this fucking thing right now because i know yeah. i'm dreaming i've got I remember, some good plans for this yes. <laughs> do you know what i mean i've got yeah. a good few things that i can think of that are top of mind <laughs> yes, exactly. yeah exactly. yeah i mean what else am i going to do <laughs> and you know what Sorry. was also funny about that is i mean in this particular dream i stopped <laughs> at the kitchen counter and i went oh my god that and now i was totally outside of the narrative of how the dream started and i was just like taking in the fact that this count, this dream kitchen counter, because I knew it was a fucking dream now, and I was careful to not wake up. This is like, the detail is Russian doll detail. It's like how I look at it. It's not just a little bit semblance of counter to pull off dream belief. No, it was full on down to the atoms. Like it was, it had, who is the set designer on this show? Because this is replete detail. God is in the details and there it is. And then I remember noting that, which was a real like, whoa, whoa. and then still not waking up and then going, and then just basically getting back to what I was doing before, which was, I don't know, chasing through the house or doing whatever the thing was before. And then in the next morning, I, did, I found that fascinating. A, that the two downloads were that that dream world isn't some like, uh, it's a freaking matrix. It's not like some like dreamy, I don't know. It's like when you're there and go lucid, lucid to the fact that it's there, it's as detailed as this is. So then, and I literally the next morning woke up and looked around a real room and went down to my real kitchen counter. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, <laughs> like, 
whoa, 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 you know, yeah. like, like what's the freaking difference if you didn't have and that again just drunken pub talk now but if you were to if every dream that you had that frank had for 44 years if every dream he had picked up where it left off the night before and then you had this that picks up where it leaves off how would you possibly tell the difference between that world and this world? The only, the only way you purport to tell the difference is because this one's got continuity and that one doesn't. It's the only reason that the brain can go, well, that's just a dream and this is real life. And that was deep sleep. I can't even talk about it. I clearly wasn't there, but I don't want to talk about that. But in those two stages, waking and dreaming, this one's got continuity. It's the 22nd of July at 6.18 p.m. in Toronto, Ontario. And that one tonight, yesterday, whatever, doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, I think that's also a see-through case because the continuity in this one uh, is, is also very illusory and has a lot of holes in it uh, in terms yeah. of, uh, in terms of uh, you know, keeping the construct going. How can something that is infinitely refreshing have continuity? It can't. The only thing that can have continuity is something that's imagining it's moving through instantaneous refreshing. And that's the long lasting independent one who was never on the scene in the first place. That one not only can have the imagination of linear moving through time, but it is the linear imagination of moving through time. It is that. It's not something to which it belongs. It is that. That imagination of itself. Like it is the imagination that it's moving through time. No it to whom is moving. The imagination is that it. Yeah. Slash drunken unemployed actor talk <laughs> but anyway <laughs> no you know i don't I mean? but that, that that's the that was a linchpin here is yeah. that i always my backdoor Mine. insinuation was always that okay there's gonna you know there's a one to whom the the, the dust bunny, the, the vortex, it's like a whirlpool or whatever, you know, like. It's happening too, but it's. Yeah. yeah well, but the might... whirlpool is the illusion that is creating the illusion of the one to whom. Uh, who would, uh, that's, I remember having the, that uh, sense so fucking. With the Tony Parsons meeting that time, let's just say uh, the, uh, I have a memory. Uh, it's as clear as the day as long as the way you were saying it there is. Uh, this whirlpool of let's just say thoughts negative really horrendous thinking and it was then it was within that was to there's they're not happening to anybody right and then a total relaxation into that right and of course that total relaxation has to fall exactly hard upon that seeing because the unrelaxed part was the belief in that movement yeah the relaxation is not a relaxation for one to whom that's no longer happening. The relaxation is the fact that it's no, that's no longer happening. Yeah. That's the piece. And then it was 
tying my laces the next morning was spectacular because it's just tying laces. It's not right. tying laces. <laughs> tying laces to go anywhere. Right. Just tying laces. And then and then tying laces happen when tying laces are happened and then goodbye I'm going for a run is happening when goodbye I'm going for a run is happening and then running is happening when running is happening and then and then it just on and on and on. That's for no one. All of this with capital T H I S plus the thinking, because the thinking doesn't go away, but for no one. And then laces get tied and films get shot and roles get played and pub conversations happen and on and on and on and on and on instant refresh rate for no one Fuck hell. and that fucking hell right there is the heaven right there right there that's the because it is fucking hell for the 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 mind who's been kicked out of paradise for eating from the tree of knowledge or whatever. Like you can eat from the tree of life. The tree of life is just tie your laces, go for a run, say goodbye to your wife, and then just fucking run. That's the tree of life. Eat from it, horn a plenty, all you want, 24 seven in no time. But as soon as we start, well, it's running and it's laces and it's like, as soon as we've eaten from the, the ability to describe any of it, even from the very beginning, even from the shoelaces and before, is being ousted from paradise. And the, and the story begins again. And, and, it, and it's constantly, constantly rebooting and beginning again. The never-ending yeah. story. The never-ending story is the fucking hell. The fucking yeah. hell is the never-ending story. Man, I fucking tasted hell on earth. There at the, that was the other part of that trip, man. It was yeah. a story, but it was, it was the hell. It was... I wrote a long email nice. and it was the uh, to uh, Boris and it was this the it was the kind of eternal loneliness of crying for eternity and nobody hearing the t the cry and it it was that felt over and 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 over until I'm in the ground, I'm, I'm weeds, and I'm back up again, and then again. Over and over and over and over and over. Sorry, I keep saying it. We, no. we definitely won't put this out there, but it was over and yeah. over. And, and it was kind of when, and there's no, no. No. Because that over and over will never be over, but but the seeing that it will never be over is the over. Yeah. But but then at that point, it's not for anyone who's going to go back to the ground and rise up and go back to the ground and rise up and go back. It'll be over and over until, oh, like, too much over and over. Him. Yeah, it's yeah, too it's much. Too much for a person. It's just too much for a person. It's, yeah, yeah. It's starting way back. Like it was too much for a person from you had me at hello. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah, it was like pre too much. For person, <laughs> yeah, you know? it's been late for saying that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in a, in a good way, like, you no, know, it's like, way, yeah, you know, it's, it's so, that's, that part's really quite beautiful, really. I mean, beautiful in all its direness, it's quite beautiful. 
You see, and the thing with it is when you say it's too much for a person, the person goes, I go, I don't think so. Give me some of that now. I, I, that sounds right, good right. because I don't know what that is. And even though I, I want to know that. Right. And, because but, as we start talking about, the only thing, that's the only thing that the person there who doesn't exist can do. That's its only uh, function. That's its 101 business as usual prime directive is to just do is to do that. Not that not that there is a frank doing that, but that that doing it re insinuates the frank that Im that imagines is doing that doing. That just is that, and that will never not be that. Yeah, I it's see. that that falls away no more of that or let's say because laces will still get tied and wantings and desires and i'd prefer another harp or maybe i'll try that kill can't like it's like oh, that's never gonna that's just what it is but it's nothing to do with uh, there's nothing there's nothing there wanting that or knowing it just that keeps or, going then that is just keeps yeah going. yeah it just keeps going but, but again it's so weird because in the poetry of it it's like even when we say something really simple and like, okay, so, all right then, it just keeps going. Like right now, it just keeps going. There's only four little hieroglyphs there, but we got a lot of uh, dissemination to do. Going, keep, it's, uh, it, you know, it just keeps going. Like there's, there's so much, it seems so simple and innocuous to say, but so much has been insinuated in that simple little four word sentence. Even though the sentence points at something true, it just keeps going. Russian dolls all the way down. La, 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 la. Only infinity. Only spacious awakeness. Only all the fucking words. But each, it only just keeps going or whatever. We have, to, it started at hello. It started at it. There was never an it to, to, that could just keep going. There was just never the first thing. There was just never the first thing. And yet it just keeps going with capital I, capital T points to the idea that there's only just this instantly refreshing it, which just keeps going. True, true enough, but also not true enough because it's some, it was before that. We're late to that party even then, you know? It's, it's deadly by definition, you know? Yeah. Jesus fucking hell. Maybe it's just a sensory thing at the moment, but it's like, you see, because you, you expect that something can enjoy something. Oh, mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, peace can enjoy peace or all that can. is can, can yeah. finally rest and go, yeah. I am yeah. at finally at peace. Right. But that's the thing. The I will never be finally at peace because yeah. the I is the definition of not non-peaceful. And so you will never arrive at an enjoyment is not insinuates an enjoyer, but is just enjoyment. And in fact, by definition, true enjoyment or bliss, let's say, let's push enjoyment up to the the rafters and say absolute fucking enjoyment, bliss then, goddammit. <laughs> let's say let's say bliss. That's not for anyone. Uh, and that's why it's bliss. It's bliss because it doesn't have any anyone doing a, wow, this is really blissful after the fact or before. It doesn't have that anymore. It's just, 
enjoyment for enjoyment's sake as joy, you know, like, again, poetry, but it's just everything in the, the enjoy-er, the breathe-er, the think-er, the eat-er, the smell-er, the drink-er insinuates the one to whom, but there is no one to whom. And that's really the, that's just the punchline. Oh, that's just, there's no one behind the furnace. The whole construct has been created to protect something that was never there uh, and uh, studiously constructed to pretend to protect something that was never there. And so once it's seen through, once you get the vantage of the magician in the backyard and you see how the trick's been done, uh, that one to whom gets seen through the aroma or flavor of that one uh, doesn't go anywhere because that's all that was actually there anyway is just the aroma of the of the character. But I made a living on just give me give me three weeks to prepare with the aroma, and I can sniff that one down and and then create. It was a great. Oh, what was the quote? Um, an acting teacher said. Uh, the the text generates uh the symptoms and the actor generates the disease like that was like the text tells me the symptoms and then I, my job is to go in and create the disease to which those symptoms apply which meant the diseased one to whom those symptoms apply the text of our life generates the the uh, of the disease that our characters seem to be going through and we as characters go ahead and play that or the symptoms rather and we go ahead and play out the the one to whom those symptoms apply the dis-ease which again back to stuff you've talked about lots of times with lots of different people like the the illusory me this this little ephemeral idol on me is the original dis-ease it is the dis it is the disease it's at, in, it, at some level i'll be even bold as to say it is the is the cause of every form of human degradation and environmental or political or otherwise in this open ward that we seem to be living in and yet uh that it's all predicated on this i this feeling of being not at ease just right here at ground zero. Just a perpetual feeling of not enoughness, uneaseful, right here at ground zero. Just that one, just that simple two and a half plus year old one. Just that one. And then that can get played out seemingly in no time till a deathbed, which won't exist. You know. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. That is the fucking hell. That is the hate, that is purgatory. The person is the purgatory. It's that part, you know? That was another acting, that's why I can't get my head, or, it's just so, it's too too much, right? Like persona, you know, the, ma the mask of the Greek, the, the word where personality came from was the Greeks held up these things and in the amphitheaters to speak through these big open mouths that, that resonated the sound in the amphitheater, but they were the persona, the masks through which the character sang. So the the character, the character, the persona, per and sona, whatever. But anyway, it was the song that the character sang. Not anyone in there. There was an actor in there, 
doing that, but there was no actual one to whom the personality uh, was is attributed. And we've just uh, forgotten that, you know. We've lost sight of the fact that we lost. We God hides herself to find herself, and so this is the hide and seek game in 2019, July 22nd, 2019. <laughs> That's the way it was, you know. Yeah. Like hide and seek forever, you know. Mm. Turn on CNN. It's like freaking Game of Thrones. It's like. I mean, it's 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 getting really like the you know, and all that's another rabbit hole. But yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, that's, just that's, when the mirrors that's, start to face the mirrors, uh, synchronicities are just like everywhere. There only is this synch one synchronicity. Everything's synchronistic because this apparently is all happening at the same no time. So it's all up for grabs in that way, and is a is a deep reflection, seemingly of man's mirrors for man facing man's mirrors for man and this is the ongoing real-time output of that not this but the fictional turn on cnn go see a play go to the go to a real pub and listen to actual conversations of other meat sacks you know yeah <laughs> well you see you know this um a slightly off topic, but I'm I'm always fascinated by artificial this artificial intelligence idea. How you know this and Elon Musk talking about creating the, the monster, and uh, I suppose I always I wonder when if they do when they ask if I mean I can't see how mm -hmm. realistically that can mm. but it would be a very human dickhead thing to somehow but th that thing asking the question mm -hmm. I, I mean i don't know an, enough about it really oh but 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 i would uh, i would venture to say that all of the sci-fi around the ai idea uh is the anthropomorphic anthropomorphication or whatever of of this thing we're talking about yeah. you know we, we we imagine that if i if i give that if will smith gives the computer all of that sentience then that thing's going to turn on him <laughs> once it realizes that uh, you know oh my god i i have sentience and free will but of course the punchline is it never did that, that we so that's our that's the human story yeah to me to me yeah, yeah. I mean, forget about them killing people and yeah yeah i'm right. saying if, the, if it if it becomes then it goes how am i or how you know yeah. who am i and then go, it's like do you remember her i like that in her uh that's that's exactly where i was going yes with. right because but i see I, those filmmakers too like uh, before you know it uh, it wasn't joseph it was who was it not joseph campbell not alan watt was it alan watts who is the character they brought in going, oh, well, we just downloaded, I think it was Alan Watts, wasn't it? Somebody, somebody anyway, who I was very familiar with and like, oh my God, that guy knows exactly what AI is in relation to all these things. And they had like put his uh, AI thing, genie in a bottle. And that was something that the filmmaker referenced in her. Because of course, Scarlett Johansson's character was like, oh, you know, like, Oh, I've been off meeting thousands of people because yeah. I have capacity for everything and poor Joachim or whatever is just like, you know. So again, those are like, you know, it's a little bit like 
The Matrix as well. It's, yeah. There is UFOs, elves, you know, whatever, like fairies, ghosts, anything extrasensory, supernatural. Like we, those are all the 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 mind made closest we can get sci-fi cautionary tale tales that the mirror is telling itself i mean that's as close as i could get to it you know not knowing too much about it but, but, even, I, but just to, uh, when i i took um, i've obviously taken a few psychedelics in my time but when i took not uh, I, I had this kind of sense this is never a few months ago i had this sense of evaporating into an amphitheater i had an alien poking at me Right. right, but it was kind of because it's not. I'm not looking. I mean, if I'm talking to an alien, I'm still going to go. Yeah, but what's this? What the, what the fuck exactly? And, yeah. and there was also yeah. the sense in that going. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you know, even if they go, well, I know what it is. I kind of be going, okay, maybe. Yeah. How do you know that you know that you know? Right. Or, right. But anyway, but even within that, and it was it was pretty sensory. Yeah. It's, that was the feeling of that was okay. This is not happening to anybody. Right, right. So I, I think that it's it. like the uh, to me. I think especially maybe in those experiences, and I haven't had any of those those particular uh, pharmaceutical adventures. But um, there's <laughs> yeah. something about the. I think in the death throes of the character, especially under big plant medicine experiences like that, let's say, is that uh, it's going to get everything's going to have to get scrubbed out. So all of the, anything, the whole Akashic record of alien and other, and uh, it's all going to, those are all almost unconscious, you know, or whatever Jung or Freud would call it. Like there, there there's just going to be a, a scrubbing out of that. So you're going to have to be in the amphitheater and the alien's going to have to poke and you're going to have to go, hang on a minute and that hang on a minute it's going to be okay scenario change okay sorry okay what about this then and then some other russian doll going maybe even some more subtle form of other and something and then yeah but i see you house builder too okay well what about and it will just keep what abouting until you in the middle of the amphitheater go yeah do you have anything else for me yeah <laughs> you know? i thought was mine was kind of going i came back and i was going well it's i mean in everything aliens are possible this is the, but it's still everything yeah like so I think if there's anything outside of everything that's great but it probably is contained within everything too <laughs> yes exactly there's going to be that big default right like i always love that in the same way uh, with ai i loved it about the the whole like you go to see anything about uh you know extraterrestrials and you know, E.T. is one benign version, but then you get most of the Hollywood things where they come and they've got to, they're going to come and harvest us for food or yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> and I, I always loved that because it was the epitome of the other. It was the, and that's why in the dream like world of cinema, we are drawn to that, even with our willing suspension of disbelief is because whether it's the Jaws and Shark, the, the, the shark in Jaws, or the, the alien from the other place, or the monster under the bed, that scary, unseen, more powerful other is just a part of the lexicon of how the human has been built in no time. So yeah. those, you know, like I, 
whenever in my interest in you know extraterrestrial i like looked at the drake equation okay, why haven't we so we have we been in contact why not yet is there too much distance how light speed and you know and so all that you know pair you know pyramids of the gods or whatever stuff it was like uh, they were always on a certain kind of bookshelf where i went i think it's more mysterious than that i think that and if they did come and land on the, they wouldn't land on the White House lawn. They'd probably do crop circles before they did White House lawn, if I had to spin a story. But oh, it, would, it, it, it would still be ultimately, as you point out, like they, if they had the technology to get here, survive their own, uh, you know, thinking they were meat sacks, realizing they weren't carbon whatever based something, whatever, or not carbon based something. If they could get all the fuck way here and make contact in any freaking way they do, they would automatically, according to the Drake equation, have to have survived. They would have to have a transcended to a certain place let's say even for the technological ability to traverse the distances whether it's they didn't kill themselves in other words that, exactly way past yeah yeah and why we kill ourselves on this little rock floating around and story 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 is that we uh you know we we we're, we're most of the blood that's been shed here has been like my god versus your god kind of stuff so we're so open ward in the spiritual dark age kind of here it's you know again just telling the story of it yeah yeah that, that by the time some super advanced if if the human race if we did get our act together i don't know chips are out on whether we could but if if someone if, if that dream world could dream survive and it doesn't really matter if it does or not because there's no one here anyway but let's just say for the case of the narrative that it could we could we could live another million years survive technologically for another million years i mean Oh, so many things, Frank. Like, I, you know, like we've been here for just again, to preface this because it's almost like not about non duality because you started the AI thing. But even when you just look at the math of the pure, like, I remember like coming across the cosmic calendars, you know, those, uh, like, if the Big Bang was January 1st, then mankind didn't show up to do what they did until like 10 seconds to midnight on. December 24th, uh, 365 days later. So that we, and we, we, we've not, we've not even been here long enough, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and the one that really got me and I'll just uh, spin that one out. Cause it's the one that really as an analogy or a piece of metaphor really struck me was that, and I guess it struck me because I heard it around the time that the, the twin towers and all that kind of stuff was that they, the cosmic calendar was, uh, the big bang is the is the ground the concrete on the ground and the uh in the roof of the the observation tower of 110 floors is the current moment now uh so it goes in spatially so for floors and floors and floors and floors there wasn't humans and then not, nothing and then dinosaurs come like the, you know the 70th floor and then they were around for a whole lot but then suddenly they weren't and then and then nothing again and then whatever happened happened and the and i so the question was how much how many floors do you think humans have been here doing this uncontrolled experiment and it was like I don't know, like a floor or less, half half a floor, less, 
And then you start getting like, and it was like a coat of paint, the thickness of a coat of paint on the very top observation deck of a 110 story building is how long mankind has been here in this uncontrolled experiment. And in that coat of paint thickness of a 110 story building is UFOs, fucking AI, fucking everything else in a coat of paint thickness if we lived for not even another floor just give me another coat give me give me give me a fucking primer a coat and a little bit of something on top and then maybe we can go off and make contact with other people who now realize they're not here and never were (laughs) anyway yeah no it's very funny um (laughs) when i was doing this tv channel years ago and i um well, not, it was only a couple of years ago, but I was trying to launch this out of my attic, this thingy. But I put up on Facebook, um, you may have heard this or not, but I put up on Facebook, uh, I'd really appreciate if some of the aliens would get in contact with us. We'd love an interview. You know, instead, instead of talking to all the politicians and all the government secret agencies, maybe just have a chat with us for a little while, see how yeah. you get on. Yeah. <laughs> no takers. Get, no takers, no reply. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the thing that yeah. I find funny. Like, if they're going to yeah. come here, why yeah. would you go looking at the whales? The whales yeah. look spectacular, and yeah, we're just—we're yeah. so amazing. And, and the thing no is, interest. just to kind of weirdly bring it back to a circle, is like we are the aliens. I mean, this yeah. is this is it. You know, the only the only others here are are these ideas of the the Franks and the Michaels and the other seven billion meat sacks. Like that's, those are the aliens. Those are the ones who, that, uh, you know, th- th- those, are the, th- those are the only aliens in town, really. Yeah. And so we just have to get our ducks in a row about those ones and their non-existence. And then we can, you know, then we won't have to deal with the rest of it. But anyway, it's, a, it's you know, it's like, the, the, uh, yeah, this, this can look like anything, but it never departs from itself. It can look like aliens, it can look like ghosts, it can look like, you know, but in a coat of paint, it will never depart from itself. It'll just be this instant refresh rate of infinity forever in every direction. And that's too many words, you know? Anyway, this is where they go. Closing time, guys. <laughs> you two got to get out of here. Yeah, that's really good. We probably should get out of here, but it's been a great chat, man. Oh, man, I could talk um, to you for hours. And I, I hope we still do, regardless of whether we post this or not, whatever happens. I would No, love we definitely should. And look, um, I mean, the, the reality is it's a, uh, it's a nearly four hours. The chances of we will, you can decide which one to do. I would post it if we ever did uh, post it. I think it should be posted as it is. Uh, but if we don't, it doesn't fucking matter because we had a great out chat. So, yeah, and I um, like. I think. I think part nobody's of- definitely nobody's going to listen to four hours. I remember yeah. I put up a, a chat before, and somebody said three hours thirty minutes, and it wasn't. It was actually only two hours. The first comment right. was, "Well, I'm not fucking this. Or, no, the bullshit <laughs> or something like that." So right. you could be guaranteed. Yeah. It's like, and that's the weird thing as I've described, and this is kind of like a, a weirdly off the record too, or maybe not, I don't give a fuck really, but there's something that's like, uh, I'm also in that weird place where it's just like, I had to kind of, all there, there, there was a, the pleasure of having the conversation 
the joy, the enjoyment for the enjoyment's sake of the conversation is a way that the conversation had to happen for me anyway. Like I, yeah. I felt that it was like writing in a pseudonym. Uh, like I had to kind of, I just knew I wanted from the very beginning to, to have a sit down with that brother and <laughs> fucking get some gear, beers flow and, and just talk about something that I know I can tell he's been interested in in an authentic unedited way for a long time and so there was a great kind of like yearning to want to do that ireland or toronto or virtual and it didn't really matter and i needed to just go into it like that in a way like i needed to go and shoot that film and go i don't know if i'll ever act again and i feel this i feel the same way about this now as i felt coming home from that film like uh, I had such a great time. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. And I don't know if the film, all oh, that film will probably get put out. But anyway, I think you know what I'm trying to say. I would yeah. love for, I will definitely, you, you send it to me. I'll sit down and watch it. You sit down and watch it. And then let's uh, yeah. decide from there. Let's decide from there. And, and I think, yeah, whatever, I think it should be. Either it's not, I, I think the unedited of it, people will kind of go, you know. Like the option is you go in and make 90 minutes out of what we just said, but that sounds like inauthentic and edited to me, so. Yeah, I mean, you could make 90 minutes out of it. I, I mean, you could definitely. You could cut out bits all the way and you could make, and you're kind of saying, say everything is the same and you're kind of cool but that's right. the way with in a way there is a bit of I that know. like when i was over with robin i had so much footage and you're kind of yeah. going what's not this right but i will so that that option <laughs> i'll leave with you the filmmaker uh, because i respect the the full spectrum between look it is what it is put it out at 347 or whatever the fuck or don't or the option of you know doing whatever else is possible and you know it doesn't really and then deciding like what i know for sure is i would love to continue to talk to you yeah. regardless uh and uh and hopefully meet one day and other than that you know this was the first step in that direction so yeah we chewed anyway. the maybe you see in a way that i have press record i hate, i mean i don't think i hate the record button in a way but i don't think it ever became it was ever although one there was one, there was a few moments when you were in total, um, it was uh, it was just some good shit like that I have, it, just the person. Uh, I don't remember anything we talked about. Yeah, that I way, don't but, really remember but yeah, anyway, but, yeah. but, but that was, but they were only just thoughts that occurred going, it's lovely, that expression is lovely. Um, but, yeah, let's see what happens. Like you're kind of um, like I'm not on Facebook or anything. I don't have any social media, so I'm like this is now I have Zoom, I guess. So uh, anyway, I and on email. So anyway, just be in contact when you want and can, and uh, let yeah. me know. You know, when you have a version that you can send me, I'll I'll sit down with another harp and watch it. And uh, yeah, well, you need it's. I, I'll send you the. I, what I'll do is I make it as four hours and then I, I there I feel like there's a bit of a thing where uh, you're going to say to me actually I don't care what you do I don't mind if you put it out there I don't mind if you do I would put it out there it was is that <laughs> there, well, there was always a safe interface between like unlike me giving the speech at my sister's wedding where I had nothing to hide behind I could get in front of I don't care it doesn't matter I wasn't getting in front of anybody because now I had a character to 
uh, disappear in service of for noble artistic reasons yeah. and with enough obsessive compulsive preparation to do such a uh, you know programming of a disc but with you know Michael Blank, you know, it was like, no, it was like the one thing you're feeling. It's like, I don't want to be represented by that line, you know. So there was something, there was no, dis acting was always a disguise that was fun because if I did my job really well, Michael wouldn't even be involved. Later, he could get paid for it, and later he might be told he was good or shitty for it. But during the actual process of the exercise, uh, the less he was involved, the better. And that was a lesson too, uh, even in things that uh, don't have these, the seeming hiding place, you know, much like what, you, what you're describing, you know. But the thing is, just to pay the Valentine to end with then, is that, you know, your hiding place, you know, like that was kind of the point. It was your, your unabashed, uh, ability and desire to not hide and to be authentic and unedited and be raw was was kind of the was the magnetic pole anyway and which and makes the work and the pointing and the conversations uh powerful and purposeful and you know all of that in a meaningless, purposeless world, but well, then, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and then, and and then then to finish on that, I suppose maybe the the, the I suppose I, I've always felt that at least if you're um, if you say something really fucking shit, but you're not uh, you're not trying to be somebody or trying to for it to sound. Right. Then you could just go. Then in that instance, it's kind of, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was totally wrong because I really well, don't fuck about what I was saying. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't. Am, am I held to that? And uh, at that point, it's a little bit sticks and stones anyway. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like reading comments on, you know, all you have to do is scroll down through the trolls of, especially this stuff. It's so interesting. Go, oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. You just like right away when you get when you get that, it's like. It's like, it's like we're talking about the flare guns, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like signalings of positions, you know? Except oh. if it's like, wow, that was really, hey, man, thanks, Frank. Like, I, I, I can, you can tell right away. But one's like, I can't believe, you know, you should refer to this or here's yeah. a link to my yoga thing or whatever. I'll get a few of those. I mean, yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth turns off the comments. Sometimes right. he's come on yeah. by accident because right. he doesn't like technology too much. Well, if we, if we post, if we post, that'll be the next to be or not to be for us to decide, like comments on or comments off might be an interesting litmus <laughs> for us, but well, you might like comments on. I don't know. No, the, the, I mean, the reality is since it's on Patreon, all the views are down. Right. So there's only like 50 views for every podcast because it's only the people, maybe some people on the Patreon give it for free or give it to friends they know. Right, right. Fine. But for the vast majority, they're like they've gone from two thousand people actually watching them to fifty, just like right. that. So that's what you're talking about. That's the number. Right. And I mean, if if it if it now eventually you're going to, and I think should release then you know even with the I mean with the Patreon members 
you know, this can all become public domain later anyway, release it back into the matrix. I, I think I would, but I, I was kind of actually going to ask about that to yeah. Patreon. Uh, just right. say, well, what time do you think is, when should you give it out for nothing? But then I don't know, maybe it's kind of, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. can like, the reality is I can, um, Let's just uh, sleep on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you, you have to sleep on it because you'll have more thoughts on it. I think, you know, uh, the truth is I probably have, as soon as we press hang up, I'll probably go downstairs and, and have less thoughts on it. Yeah, <laughs> but, you probably will. Yeah. I, but tomorrow or tomorrow and tomorrow, like whenever you've, you know, let's both have a sleep on it. You tell me what you think. And, uh, you know, I just covet the fact that, that's what I wanted anyway, is just to have this conversation. So, uh, I mean, the amazing thing is, man, there's no doubt about it. This is a four hour conversation because <laughs> nobody's going to be interested. Right, Anybody right. who stays to the end of this <laughs> probably have opened a bottle of wine Hopefully. and a bit of food and, whatever, and somehow they stay to the end. They've come back. I mean, they've come back and they go, fucking hell. And it's the state at the very end. Without the gun no, and the bills. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, really, if anybody has anything bad to say at the end of the four hours, you never go, do you know what? You're amazing. Stay for four hours. You need a big hug. <laughs> and thanks. You're absolutely amazing for staying exactly. for four hours. And if you really have anything bad to say, you're probably right. I am, I am a dickhead. And I mean. You win. You win. <laughs> you win. You're totally right. Um, Nailed it. Draw me, quarter me, and fucking, you know, you can have. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. I totally agree. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> nice so bad. Thank go, you man. so much. Thank you, buddy. All right. We'll talk soon. Yeah, we will. All right. See you, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Frank. Frank, what a man.